You are on. I believe you're on. I can hear you. Test. Uh, I can hear you. All right. Can you hear me? I can hear you. Nice. Add back, side attack. Add back, save. Uh, we were talking earlier because it's an awesome book, and then uh, you were talking about uh, Massimo, and uh, we made a comment about how how a professional doing something compared to us doing something. Is, yeah, it's a different experience. It's a different experience. Yeah, I haven't, I haven't like really, uh, I've never like went to like, I've been to like great restaurants before. Like I've been to like a, actually the the last good restaurant I went to was was in New York for my birthday when my cousin took me out to one. Yeah. It was that, uh, it was that Korean, uh, uh, this, this Korean place. And uh, that place was unbelievable. That When you eat that, you're just like, okay, I'm... I have a long way to go before I can... Uh, <laughs> yeah, it's a different level. It is. It's like, totally you, you yeah. see certain chefs... Like, what we were saying how, um, like, Off the Grid Mike is mm-hmm. probably the best chef in our circle of friends. Yeah. Like, we've all kind of been paid to cook. We've all worked in restaurants and done that kind of yeah. stuff. But um, out of the people who we know who have been in that same scene as us, mm-hmm. he's clearly the better guy. But, yeah, he's probably one of the best... Like, from what I've heard... Oh, I've, yeah, you I've, haven't really had his food I yet. I haven't had his food yet, yeah. Phenomenal. The, the, guy's, uh, the guy's incredible. Mm-hmm. But... There are things that I'll make that he'll be like, oh, that's amazing, man. How'd you do that? And there's things that he'll make that I'll be like, holy crap, Mike, that's amazing. We'll always impress each other. Mm -hmm. But then there'll be a a pro chef who cooks so much better than we do. Mm -hmm. He'll show up and just do something that we do Mm -hmm. with slightly different ingredients than we use. Mm -hmm. And it's just not even a contest in how how much better they are than we are. Yeah, there's actually uh, one thing I'd like to like, like one thing I think I could handle, Mm -hmm. like where I'd start. If I want to make something like like that was uh like I make my own, but then I see how like a professional does it, and uh, it, I know it would taste way way better. I think where I would start is uh, a grilled cheese sandwich. Yeah, that's a that's a weirdly because I mean there are grilled cheese sandwiches. Mm-hmm. You get Wonder Bread, craft slices, and you're good to go. Mm-hmm. But then there's a grilled cheese sandwich. It's like a sourdough bread, and yeah, like coastal cheddar. Yeah, you got I, British rugged aged cheddar. Yeah, exactly. So yeah, exactly. So I, I would, uh, uh, I would like to make it like a like a three cheese and mm-hmm. like or like, don't grill the uh, the 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 bread. Yeah, grill the cheese. Grill and the then, cheese and, and on a really good bread. Yeah, like I want my bread to cost. If I were to go to the grocery store, it would cost me like fifteen dollars to get everything. Yes, or more. Like so, like I just, I just like have like. I'm like, okay, you know what? I'm going to invest an evening into making a really good... A really nice grilled cheese sandwich. A really nice sandwich. one, yeah. I, I was doing this there. thing for a while there yeah. where I would make the grilled cheese sandwich, but I would take the... Uh, or I'd make a cheese sandwich, but I would take the... Because I bought these really nice pans, these ceramic... Um, it's like a stainless... Like a surgical stainless steel and ceramic base. Mm-hmm. Well, like they call it like a diamond dust, whatever the hell it is. But oh, yeah, I, think I, know, just, yeah, I know what that is. Yeah, yeah they're uh, hex clads, right? Yep. So I take the cheese and I put it on that and I kind of let it do that uh, the melty thing. Mm-hmm. And then when you let it cool, it gets really hard. I'll put yeah. that inside for that extra texture of the crunch. Yeah. Oh man, I'm getting hungry now. Yeah. I'm, oh, like, I'm glad. I'm glad. If I if I had like not eaten, uh, that'd be a tough conversation. That'd be a tough conversation to get. Food through. is food is one of those things. I mean, everybody can everybody can cook. Everybody has the ability to cook. Yeah. But not everybody really puts the effort into learning how to cook. No. Yeah. And we and we've talked about this before. Like I I cook very simply. Yeah. Um. I don't complicate things. But you use good ingredients. Like you're not out there just getting like a no, slice. No, I, I, yeah, I, I, I eat like my ingredients are very clean. They're yeah. not complicated, but uh, yeah, I just, I just eat clean. Uh, I say like ninety percent of the time. Yeah. Uh, but, uh, yeah, but cooking for me is not. I, I think the way I started cooking was that um, uh, a lot of chefs say that if you can, uh, the first thing they teach you if you're going to be want to become a chef is like how to make eggs. If you make an omelet. Uh, that's where you start. If you make, if you know that you can make a, a good omelet, a decent omelet. So I was like, you know what? I like eggs, and so I, I make like, 
American style omelets, but like mm. they, they'd be like, you know, American style omelets are like, you know, they have that little caramelization on their br- their brown they're everything. Kinda, yeah, brown eggs a little bit. So I'm like, okay, can I make like, can I do it French style? So I can, can I make it like where I make it like a like a roll mm-hmm. and uh, no brown marks on it whatsoever, and it's nice and creamy inside. Yeah, yeah, Once yeah. I got that down, I'm like, you know what? I think I ha- I think I have eggs down now. That's the way on to do it on a consistent basis. Yeah, and from a, there you just go from there. Yeah. I'm a big I'm a big fan of those. Yeah, I like those. They're because like, when you eat them, they're like they're creamy inside. Some people don't like them because they're like they're oh it's underdone. I'm like I remember no, had the no. conversation with that waitress. Remember we were. Uh, we were at uh, um, the, Boston. The, was it no, no. Where, where the hell were we? We, we were, were somewhere. South, we were in South Commons. Yeah, a sit down place. Yeah, and uh, and that lady said, uh, "I don't like those, right?" And I was like, "Okay, well, there goes your tip. <laughs> hey, you're out of your mind." Yeah, I, yeah I'm, I'm a big fan of those, like the Japanese style or the uh, the European style, where French it's always style. yeah, yeah, the French style. It's mm-hmm. still a little bit gooey. Yeah, I mean, it's cooked. It's yeah. not like you're seeing the egg white run off the yolk. No, it's it's, it's all cooked. It's all cooked, but it's very it's very creamy. It's like yeah. it's 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 very like it's it's a little underdone, but like to the point where it's like it's it's creamy. It's very yeah. Ha, ha, ha. yeah, exactly. Well, there you go. Yeah, for lack of a better word. Yeah, uh, I told a joke to my niece the other day. That's uh, why do the French love the number seven? Mm. Because it's c'est bon. Mm. <laughs> I got a great reaction from a child, <laughs> uh, but not so much from the adults. <laughs> yeah, no, I'm, I'm I like those. I, I'm not a I'm not an overcooked food guy. I mean, I've always liked my steaks, uh, rare, medium rare. I don't like them overdone. Mm-hmm. Um, I like my chicken to where I have to put my pants. No, I don't. Mm-hmm. Uh, chicken, you got to cook chicken. Yeah, you've got to cook your chicken, people. Yeah, like if you're if you're gonna cook any of your food, make your sure por- please and your, and your pork butt and your and your pork butt. Yeah, I mean it's the it, ass. It's an, it's the ass of the of the pork. Mm-hmm. Uh, you got to cook that stuff, and you got to wash your sink. I was, I was having this conversation with a uh, with a friend about how there are so many people out there. How this this idea, like when you watch people um, educate others mm-hmm. on kitchen cleanliness, mm-hmm. how they're always like, well, you know, the, the cutting board, you, you got to make sure you clean it like this and do that and mm-hmm. never really wash your meat in the sink or eh, look, number one, wash your meat. Yeah. Always wash your meat because you don't know where it. it's being handled. Yeah. You can wash it in your sink, but you have to wash your sink. Mm-hmm. There's a, a study was in like the national or something. One of those, one of those shows on CBC years ago, they were saying that if you can go in somebody's kitchen, most kitchens, and you take a swab of their sink, oh, yeah. the drain, mm-hmm. and you take a swab of their toilet, mm-hmm. there's almost always more bacteria present in their sink than there is in their toilet because you flush your toilet yeah. and it's always changing the water. Yeah. Whereas like these people just aren't washing their sinks. Oh yeah. Their sinks are just filthy. They're disgusting. Because humans are gross, man. I mean, like you've got to, I mean, we've talked about that a lot of times. Humans are gross. Mm-hmm. And if there's one thing I can get for you to be not gross is wash your sink. Yeah. It's, please, for the love yeah, of God, Yeah, please, for the, God, for the love of God, please do it. Oh, good gravy. Yeah. How was your week, buddy? Ah, pretty good. Pretty still early. Still, it is still early. <laughs> yeah. we're, uh, well, you're heading out of town. So yeah. we're early in the week. We're earlier in the week today. Yeah. Like I have to, yeah, I'm going to California. Not too bad. Wedding, yeah? Wedding. Yeah. Nice. Mm-hmm. Gonna, gonna party that up in the... Uh, We'll see. Yeah, it's all condensed. The, Cali. the 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 wedding stuff is all condensed into one day or one oh, evening. No, so not good. one day, one evening. That's pretty good. And then um, and that after that, good. it's then that's Thursday. Then Friday, Saturday, Friday, Saturday, and Sunday is going to be like a bunch a bunch of other stuff. So that is Indian wedding. It's an Indian wedding. Well, there are Indians involved. in Yeah, the wedding. it's an Indian wedding. I can show you. I can show you the itinerary. But that's like, fine. Yeah. But I mean, that's rare. Because Indian weddings are like a week long. Oh yeah, I'll I'll, I'll tell you the whole story about it afterwards. Oh like, yeah, it's God. it's, it's a, a tale. It's, but yeah, it's a uh, um had to be done had to be done early and quickly. So oh oh man, mm-hmm. I've been to a couple of those. It's always a pregnancy involved. Mm. <laughs> this one's different, but like it's okay, uh, that's good. Yeah. I've been to a couple of like we got to get married. It's an Indian wedding. They're like, well, number one, we're broke, and there's a baby coming. 
We got to get this shit done now. Yeah, we want, we want that guest money. <laughs> we want that guest, uh, the scratch, the cheddar. The we, cheddar. <laughs> we need that guest cheddar right now. On top of that, we got a baby on the way, mm. and, and we're broke, so this has to get done really quick. Mm. But, uh, man, I'm, I, I, as a photographer, I shoot a lot of Indian weddings. And yeah. It's always, like, if you're lucky for a week, mm-hmm. usually the family comes in like nine, ten days ahead of time, mm-hmm. and they start cooking because day one of seven is going to be the beginning of people showing up to eat in your house and putting up a tent and... Good lord! Destroy your house. Destroy your house. What a waste of money. Yeah. Look, I'm gonna say it right here. That's a that's a waste of money, people. If you've got like a, a wedding and you're gonna get married and you enjoy this person's company, mm-hmm. then enjoy that person's company. Yeah. Do do two days. Bring your family over. Have your party. Have your have your friends and family all come celebrate. Do their thing. That's a, that's actually a message from the by the guy who's from California. Jeez. That's my uh, that's my cousin. He's like I think he's he's getting getting you prepped. Yeah. So. Oh, yeah, I mean, white people know how to do it, man. White people, they have one day and it's done. Yep. One and done. Sorry, continue. Yep. Yeah, no, no I'm, I'm just I'm, I'm just talking about, uh, I'm, t- I'm going to get lynched. I'm talking about how I'm going to get lynched by my family who hears this later on about um, about weddings and how to handle a wedding. But by all means, keep doing it because when you do it, you usually hire me or another photographer who gets paid. Yep. And we do all right. Mm-hmm. We do pretty good. Actually, you know what? I was uh, looking at the... Uh, the Sony Xperia Mark II got announced yesterday. I know, right? Uh, was that MWC? Is that is that on now? Yeah, it was just one guy, one guy from Sony, and he was like, just it was an online thing, and he just was talking, just talking to a camera. Oh man, yeah. How's it look? Wow, is it nice, massive? It's no, it's actually the same. It's a little bit. It's kind of like the the S twenty Ultra, mm-hmm. but it's a little bit thinner. All right, and it's it weighs less. Well, they are trying to make all their phones. Um, hand wrappable now. Yeah, the, Sony, the as- Sony is. Yeah, the aspect ratio is twenty one by nine, twenty one to nine. Yeah, and uh, there's, uh, but they up the, the photography thing like crazy. Get out of town, huh? Yeah, they because tra- Sony straight up sucks. Yeah, the cameras. Yeah, they're uh, the phone cameras. Yeah, they're it's supposed to be. I can show you the trip. I can show you the the. the uh, yeah, we'll take a thing. look. And but yeah, it has HDMI uh, output, mini HDMI, so you can like connect to a, to. Uh, to another camera. Get out of town, huh? And it has, I guess, the alpha sensors they use for their the Sony Alphas. The A series. Yeah, they're gonna they're actually in that phone. Really? Yeah. What's well, about time? Yeah. I mean, um, they and, use and also with the 4K OLED uh, screen. Oh yeah. no way, huh? Oh, man, that's pretty. 4K, like not just like because Samsung has a they have they can do HDR10 plus. Yeah. Uh, but uh, this is like their this is a 4K OLED display. Sony up until I am um, the, even the uh, the XZ1. I think in the the one compact, yeah. were maybe the only ones that sucked. Mm-hmm. Um, they had really like kind of crappy screens. The the XC two had a beautiful screen. I remember back in the day though, they had that Xperia was a small one, it was a little tiny phone. It was like the Xperia something, but it was a little tiny itty bitty thing. Mm-hmm. But it had like a Trinitron, like it had like a like a this screen that was phenomenal for an LCD screen. I remember looking at that and just being like salivating over how pretty that looked. Mm-hmm. And this is like back in the day, like 720 screens, right? Mm-hmm. It wasn't even like a like a high def 1080 HDR, nothing. Yeah. But they always used to kind of nail that beautiful looking screen. Yeah. It's, uh, they, uh, they, I think they incorporated a lot of their, um, not only their camera, their camera technology from like their actual, you know, their actually, their point and shoot cameras, but also their, Cinema t- uh, uh, technology from their uh, their studio cameras. Fingers crossed. Yeah, so it looks it's it's supposed to look like they even said like you know when they're watching a movie on it. Yeah, uh, it looks incredible. Like how how good it's like the last one looked really good too. They said this one looks 
the same, if not better. That's pretty rad. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, um, but their cameras have been just like such shit. Their stabilization has been really good. Yeah, they said the stabilization on this thing is supposed to be really pretty rad, want, huh? Yeah, they they said they they upgraded this phone a lot. It's but about they, time. Yeah, the camera technology has completely changed. Yeah, because they always kind of like tell you our cameras are going to be really good this time, mm-hmm. and they're always really shitty this mm-hmm. time. And then you're paying so much for a phone these days. Oh, yeah. I mean, it's ridiculous, right? I mean, it used to be a time when I remember uh, the Nexus 4 came out, mm-hmm. and it was affordable, and it was high-end, and then they had that like that Coco Rosie commercial that made you really want to get that thing yeah. on the rooftop, mm-hmm. and the 5 came out, the 5 was 400 bucks, mm-hmm. and it was a step up. The camera wasn't great, but it was a step up. Mm-hmm. And then all of a sudden, they just abandoned all that. Again, like, yeah, no more cheap phones. All our phones will be shit, and everything's going to be $1,000. Yep. Why are you doing that? Why are you giving me so much crap for so much money? Cause someone, uh, cause someone started the one thousand uh, dollar per phone. Apple cough cough Apple. Yep, and then now they're like, okay, now we have to c- compete with Apple because one thousand dollar means premium. Yeah, that's the word, right? Yeah, premium. Is it glass? Does it break easily? Mm-hmm. That's premium. That's premium. Yeah, go shut up. They're premium. Yeah. yeah so uh, I will actually that that Sony one. Uh, there's a Canadian company. I can't remember which what they're called, but I phoned them today and I said, if that phone comes out, is that where I have to get it from? They're like, yeah, you can get it from us. Oh, get out of town. Because I'm not sure where else you get Sony phones from. Hmm. Omega Cell here in town, right? Is that the one? Uh, I, can't, I can't remember the name of the website. Uh, um, what was it? It was, um, yeah, they, it's, but it's somewhere in Ontario. They said you can, oh, okay. you can, get, it, you can get it shipped. Uh, I know. Um, I mean, we're not getting paid by you guys, but JP Mobiles is pretty good. Uh, Swiftronics. They deal primarily like Best Buy, I think. Swiftronics. Swiftronics. Swiftronics is really good. JP Mobiles is really good. Mm -hmm. Um, That's the only ones that I would buy from in Canada online. Online, yeah. Yeah, those guys have always got like really good ratings. Mm -hmm. And then uh, here in town is Omega Cell. Mm -hmm. You can kind of get whatever you want over there as well. And they've always been, I've I've bought two phones from them and they've been really good. Yeah, you know what? Yesterday I was, uh, I was looking at my plan and I was like, uh, why am I still getting charged this much per month? You mean why am I getting fucked on a Canadian cell phone plan? Yeah, so like I was like everybody else in the country. Yeah, because Rogers was giving this these Infinity plans, mm-hmm. and I said, uh, uh, "Sir, first it was like it marked it was marked down from ninety five dollars per month, and then you get uh, ten gigs." Yeah, for and that's that that's, that was your plan, right? So I signed up for that one for almost a hundred bucks a month. Yeah, and then I was like, uh, then they came up with another one which was seventy five dollars per month, but that was for twenty with with twenty gigs of data. Mm-hmm. I was like, okay, so so on February first, I phoned in. And I said, yeah, I want to take advantage of this uh, this offer. And the guy said, okay, well, you can. Ha- I, he goes, yeah, you can totally take advantage of it. The only thing is that you have to you have to pay off what's left on your phone. All right. So I had like about a hundred uh, about one hundred and thirty or something left off of my phone. And he said, I said, yeah, okay, that, that that's fine. And uh, so uh, I did that. And then uh, I looked again yesterday, and I'm still on that plan that that ninety five per per month, right? Yeah. So I was like, I was like, oh, okay, maybe I should just phone them and just find out what's going on. Bust some balls here. Yeah. So then I phoned them. I said, uh, I looked at my bill and it was like, uh, it was like two hundred fifty-seven dollars or something. Get out of town. So I was like, phone them. I said, why is my bill this high? That I was like, oh, wait a minute, because I didn't. Cl- that was because of uh, I wanted to cancel my. I had to, I had to pay off the rest of my. Oh, my the, phone. Uh, the accrued whatever the hell it exactly. was. Exactly. Yeah, so I was like, so I told her, I'm like, oh, okay, that was my mistake. I'm like, that's why it's it's, it's this price, right? And then she, I said, right, am I still am I still signed up for that? Seventy-five dollar per month, mm-hmm. and the lady's like, uh, "Let me check." And she's like, "No, you're still on that ninety-five. I like, "I said, well, can you check on there?" I'm like, "Check on there," because the guy wrote it in my account. And then she looked at it. And she goes, "Yeah, it's actually mentioned here that you are supposed to be on that plan." So let me talk to a manager. I was on the phone with Rogers for mm-hmm. like an hour and a half. Yeah, because you you needed something. Yeah, and the manager was like the nicest guy, and he said, "Okay." He goes, "Yeah, this doesn't make any sense." He's like, "Can we?" Rec-? Then he fixed everything. Mm-hmm. And then he couldn't get me. Then he's like, uh, 
uh, so I had about $250 to owe. And he's like, okay, well, let me fix your uh, the billing on this because this doesn't make any sense, right? So, yeah, so he said, okay, your January is fine. And then your February, he's like, yeah, so you're sp- I thought maybe I'd have to pay like $20 less. Mm-hmm. And he's like, I, he goes, I can't fix this thing. He's like, I can't, he goes, the computer's not letting me. I hate that. Yeah. I, I, I despise that. Yeah. So, so, so what he said was, is that uh, he goes, he goes, you know what? He's like, then he goes, he goes, he goes, oh, he goes, he goes, Mr. Sang is like, he goes, ah, oh, fuck. He goes, I, he literally said, he goes, ah, oh, fuck, man. He goes, I have so much on my plate right now. He goes, what if I just cut it in half? Get out of town. So you put all that effort into it and actually got something yeah, in like, your he, favor. Yeah, because we were talking while he were going through this whole thing. He's a really nice guy. He just a like, lot of them are. Yeah, he's like he's like a comic fan. He's like uh, he's talking about like Gotham and Arrow and stuff like that. He now listens to the BSFW podcast. Yeah, I told him about it. Available on Apple. Yeah, <laughs> barely safe. Yeah, <laughs> on Apple. Yeah, and uh, so he said we were talking about it while we, while we were waiting for the computer to load or something. And he goes, uh, he goes, I goes. Then he goes, okay, you know what? I'll try to get this thing on the system. Try to get it fixed on the system. Mm-hmm. If it boots me out, he goes, I'll just give you a lump sum for, uh, we'll cut that off. And Jeez, man, that's so he, not bad at all. So he cut off. So I ended up owing $110 instead of 250 That is pretty rad. Yeah. So he was, he was, and he, he said, anything else? I said, no. You, no that's super so rare. Yeah. That is super rare, man. Like yeah. you got that one guy who was, I mean, all of them are willing to help, but you got the one guy who was actually able to get through his own systems bullshit. Mm-hmm. To get you, get you the help you needed. Yeah, because he was a manager too. So yeah. like, uh, but, I, but the guy who was supposed to take care of this whole thing, he didn't leave a code in there mm-hmm. to finish off this. The, how to was finish the? He didn't leave it. The he, deal. He didn't do it. So like, uh, he, I, that's what screwed the entire thing. And he, that's some bullshit. He had to go in there and clean up his mess. So that Man, guy, that guy probably got reprimanded. Ah, who knows, right? Mm-hmm. I mean, it's like with us in the bar when you when mm-hmm. you have like one of your guys in the door makes a makes a bad call mm-hmm. and you have to back him up. Like, don't worry about it though. I'll have a chat with them. Yeah. I never had a chat with them. Yeah, I know. I, like, <laughs> I just like I just try to be very like polite. I think that's the best way and, to go. I, I just be like, sir, can I put you on. I'm like, yeah. I just I, I always say, take your time, do whatever. I'm like, I don't want them to be because we've all been on the other side of that. Oh yeah, for some, sure. Some form or fashion, and you're like, you know what? I'll, I'll, I want to fix this, but like, just give me some time. If you're if you say like, yeah, just take your time to do what you got. No, do, do what you have to do because that that just benefits you. Yeah, man. I mean, yeah. patience is uh is a lost art. I think like being being patient with a customer service rep is dying because we have so many shitty customer service reps. Yeah. Days, right? There and are also, a lot of crappy ones. And, they, and plus they have to deal with so much shit. Oh yeah. Like there's, they deal with like people who are like, I don't pay for, I'm going to pay oh, this man. much per month. And well, I mean like the, the Apple problem we had, right? Our Apple problem, the reason we're no, we were the original version of the podcast was no longer on is Apple, no yeah. longer on Apple mm-hmm. was because um, I didn't have two factor authentication enabled. Mm-hmm. And because of that, because I did it a while ago, it was three years ago before I really thought about doing it. And um, my user, my user ID they couldn't link up a, uh, a security question to it. Mm-hmm. So I never I never had a security question or I didn't remember yeah. what it was. And now they're not going to let me... Um, again, like the ones that they had listed on there were things I would never choose to make my security question answers. Yeah. And if I did, I've got a generic one that I put in for everything mm-hmm. and that didn't work either. Yeah. So now I can't reset my questions so I can't kind of uh, reclaim a few things in the, uh, in the, in the podcast mm-hmm. connect app thing, web portal, whatever it was. So I call them up and tell them, look, I can change my password, but I can't change my security questions. I've got to kill this thing. Uh, but you guys have kind of like, you you guys have to help me somehow if yeah. I can if I can reclaim my uh, my questions, mm-hmm. like do something for me. Yeah. Now you think because they are Apple and they have all the the mumbo jumbo shit listed and logged in places, mm-hmm. they could just go in there, verify who I am through an email, yeah. or send my phone a text because that thing's connected. Mm-hmm. That they can just kind of like find out who I am, yeah. verify my identity. Give me new questions. And she's like, I can't. I'm like, what do you mean you can't? She goes, the system literally will not let me, and I am the manager. 
Like she is locked out of the the, the system. She, yeah, that's. I mean, is, guess that's just kind of ridiculous, isn't it? Yeah, I would I would say then the system is flawed. It's flawed. I mean, I get that it's like kind of unhackable. Yeah. But it's also unusable by their own managerial mm-hmm. staff. All I wanted to do was was like validate my identity, so I wouldn't have to create this entirely new uh, podcast mm-hmm. in a different area to then submit to Apple. But they're yeah. like, sorry. We're fucked, so you're fucked. Yeah. I'm like, really? Yeah. That's uh, that's brilliant. Yeah, so, so I guess you not, now you know how I feel. Yeah, now you know how I feel. But she was super nice, man. Yeah. The girl I talked to at, uh, at Apple, she was really polite. And she was she literally tried everything she could. Mm-hmm. I mean, she I reset my Mac to try to upgrade my Mac, to try to get two-factor put into that, mm-hmm. put onto my iPad, like all my, my Apple gear to try to like create a new, um, I guess, like two-factor identity online yeah and none of it really worked but man she was with me the entire time she tried yeah. everything to make it work oh yeah like yeah they're, they're, it's very hit and miss but like i was just uh i was lying on the i was just lying there i'm like i'm saying like okay how much longer am i on hold for mm-hmm. and the lady's like okay let's, let's go to a manager i'm like great i have to deal with a a, a manager who's gonna tell me like no but he didn't give a fuck. He's like, he was yeah. Talk- yeah, he was just like, uh, he goes, yeah, I was trying to figure this out. Well, the longer he talks to somebody like you, who's like, he's having a conversation with while helping, he doesn't have to talk to some other schmuck. Yeah, I tried to ease the pain. I was yeah, like, right? yeah. I said, take your time, like, do whatever. And he's like, I'm doing this, this, and this. And I said, uh, 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 they brought up Spider Man and stuff like that. And I was like, we started talking about that stuff. And then finally, he got it. He's like, you know what? Fuck this. He's like, he goes, I'm just going to cut it in half. And I was like, perfect. I'm just going to do that manager- managerial magic. Yeah. And I'm he, going to, yeah. uh, I'm going to take the heat on this one. Yeah, and he and he switched, uh, and he gave me an extra five gigs per month. <laughs> That's that is not too shabby. <laughs> so though. it was like, yeah. So it was, yeah. I got to seventy five for twenty five gigs per month, which I don't need. Yeah, nobody needs that. Much. No. So if I if I if, the, if the, I would take a hit if I have to upgrade my phone or something like that, they said, oh, we have to take. Up, they said they might ask you to take off that five gigs. I said they can take off fifteen gigs for all I care. <laughs> yeah, for all I care, man. I, nobody needs that much data no, unless you're unless that is your primary source of data, mm-hmm. and even then, that's not going to be enough. If that is your primary source of data. Yeah, that's but true. But then there are people out there, man, who just like leave their location on. They have their maps on all the time. They're doing mm-hmm. all this shit they don't need because yeah. they don't know how to use their device. But there's a lot of people who don't. I mean, there are people out there who use it as like a status thing too, right? I've got a hundred gigs of data. It's like <laughs> that's Good. that's that's nice. Good. That's nice. I've got five. Yeah, I, I barely get to four. Yeah. You know, I mean, if I had that the hotspot on and all my friends are tagging along and using my Wi-Fi, mm-hmm. but they don't because they also have data. Yeah, I don't know. Just close everything while you're... Shut it all. <laughs> Shut it off. Shut it all off. Yep. thing I was looking at the other day that was kind of like irritating me as, again, I was at a family function. I'm not going to say who did it, but I was watching a person try to show me photos on their on their iPhone. Mm-hmm. I don't Okay, here's the thing. This is maybe it's because me because I'm biased and I know I think you feel the same way. I, I know I think. Mm-hmm. I think you feel the same way. Mm-hmm. We're uh, Android people, right? Yeah. Android's pretty intuitive. Mm-hmm. It's fairly easy to use. Yeah. And it's very pretty at the same time. It's, it is an elegant like, d- operating system. Yeah. For some reason, I just think iPhoto is garbage. Like, it looks ugly. It's weird. It's got that weird kind of like film strip in the bottom. It yeah. just It doesn't have that nice look to it. Mm-hmm. But have you ever tried watching somebody try to show you something on iPhoto? It's like mm-hmm. they can't. They can't. No. Like, they just have the hardest time doing yeah, it. Yeah, it, it comes out it looks like a struggle. <laughs> it's always a struggle. Like, yeah. they can, they always end up going into the details of the photo. Yeah. They end up getting to the metadata. Mm-hmm. They end up showing you the wrong photo. Next thing you know, you got a dick in your face. Yeah. Like, you don't, like, they can never show you what they want on iPhoto. Yeah. It's, and they're always using your index finger. Yeah. Yeah, it's like, uh, on Android, it's easy. It's like, <laughs> it's like, it's, I don't know. The thing is, I was talking to a friend and she was, uh, she saw my phone. And she's like, oh, I wish I could, I, I wish I knew how to use Android. I was like, uh, everybody does. Uh, like, yeah. Everybody does. You, and if you don't know how to use Android, yeah. 
It's you that's the yeah, problem. Yeah, trust me, it's not it's not as complicated as you think it is. No, yeah. you're you're making it harder than it is. Yeah. I just and the thing too, like you always watch them use their their the, the index finger thing. It's like uh, the only they they can never like they'll tap a photo and they'll look at their phone like it's supposed to do something but never really does. Yeah, like I have a, I have a note. I can I, I can go like this. <laughs> I like, can still use thumb. It's like watching a like watching a chimp try to change the channel on a window with a remote control. Like it's not gonna work. You don't know what you're doing. Mm-hmm. You're awful at this, but you never really get like who knows. Maybe it's because most of us are fairly techie. And the people who try to show you this stuff, they're in our age group, but they're just for whatever reason they're not. Mm-hmm. So it always looks like a struggle. For me, because I'm just like, why don't you know how to use your device? Yeah, like even like yeah, people I know who have exactly because like, people who I know who have Androids mm-hmm. compared to the people who have uh, uh, iPhones? iPhones. Yeah, the people I know, who, it is very clear that the people who have Samsungs, yeah, are way more tech minded. Yes, than people who have iPhones. Yeah, well, it is the idiot device. It is, yeah. It like it, not saying that the people who use them are idiots. No, but no, like, no. But the phone itself. The phone itself is like it's it's idiot proof. I mean, those those I'm a Mac, I'm a PC commercials. They essentially showed you like you can be a schmuck and use a uh, yeah. use a Mac. Mm-hmm. Like everything's real, even though like you kind of can't because they have a lot of nuances to that machine mm-hmm. that make you super frustrated. But at the same time, like the phone is meant to be idiot proof. Mm-hmm. Like just tap this, it'll do that. Do this, it'll do that. It won't communicate with Chromecast or any of your streaming devices without you really losing a tooth by grinding your teeth into dust, mm-hmm. but it's still supposed to. Yeah. Whereas like a Samsung person can kind of pick up a Samsung and use it, pick up an, uh, an iPhone and use it, or an Android person can pick up either device and kind of intuitively know what to do. Yeah. An Apple person seems to not be able to do that. Yeah, it's like, um, yeah, with Android, you're just more free. Yeah. I am, by all like admission, shitting on people who use iPhones. Mm-hmm. Like, I'm, oh, I'm not hiding that I, I mean if somebody's like You know he's really trying to find A subtle way to call iPhone users stupid I, I'm openly telling you mm-hmm. That you're using an iPhone I respect you less mm-hmm. Like right off the bat I could not get an iPhone Because I think I'd lose Respect for myself I think also But I think uh, God I fucking uh, hate I, 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 Yeah but on, the, but on the I guess on the friendlier side of that Is <laughs> that uh, Thank you Yeah It's like iPhones are for, for some people Who just don't They don't care They don't care about cell phones They just want something that's easy Okay, and, and then they'll just stick, like, "Alice, get an iPhone." But yeah, I, but, I but, but then again, phones are so integral to our everyday lives now. Yeah, you have to have like you have to like your device. You have to like it, but like yeah. for the love of God, learn how to use it. I can't watch people struggle showing me shit on their phones anymore. If you have this, is the thing you look at more than you look at anything else. You look at your phone mm-hmm. more than you look at your children's faces in some cases. Oh that's yeah, a, that's a rhyme. Yeah, like because yeah, <laughs> yeah, because like, the people who should be who are struggling with them, your parents, I understand exactly. If but, you're at an age threshold, yeah, that's it. I get that. Yeah, but if you're like our age, if you're our age, you don't know how to like. Uh, I don't know what it is. I, I, I get just, angry, man. I get angry. I yeah. get angry. I, I like it when you can uh, when you can open your phone, have it done. You're like, hey, look at this photo of my kid. Schmip, see, cool. Mm-hmm. Saw it. Bam, phone's yeah. gone. But when you're like, I'm gonna show you a photo of my kid, and you pull the phone out of your pocket, you turn it on. It's not where you want it to be. You hit the home button, and you can't find the app you're looking for. With your index finger, yeah, because you're not using your thumb like a like a clever human being. Mm-hmm. You're monkey fingering it with your index finger, yeah. And then you're looking for your thing, and you can't find it, and you're tapping it like you don't know how to tap a thing on a like you don't understand how the touch screen works. Mm-hmm. So you're tapping it weird, yeah. And you can't get it open, and it looks all fucked up because you yeah. can't find your photos. They're like, how do I uninstall the app? I'm like, uh, oh god, you need to uninstall your phone. Yeah, your I don't. Phone know what, is yeah, yeah, I don't know what it is. I just find that. Uh, um, and like, like when you use Android, like, like even you're on Apple, you like you you kind of have to you have to use like Google you Google services to like uh, a lot of them, a lot of them, right? Yeah, like Maps. Apple uh, Maps sucks. Apple so Maps you're using sucks. Google. Yeah, and then uh, for uh, 
assistant, you have to use Google. You can't use Siri. Siri is an idiot. Yeah, Siri's. She's sucks. not a smart girl. Yeah, Alexa's good. Yeah, probably maybe one of the best. Uh, but like, but she laughs at you and steals your data. Exactly. So I, I would like, <laughs> and, and Google is like, uh, you see, hey Google, and then your phone would like, uh, it just. It, it, it will do everything. Siri doesn't understand anything. It's, no. It's garbage. She's not an intelligent girl. And, she, and Siri was the first one. Yeah, right? I mean, that was the that was the one that should be top-notch by now. Like, by now, Siri should be so perfected mm-hmm. that, like, you're in a room and you just, like, across the room mention, hey, I've got Siri on my phone. And Siri's like, do you need something? I'm here. No? Okay, cool. I'm, mm-hmm. I'm good. I'll, I'll just sit here and wait now. Yeah. But no, Siri is still an idiot. Oh, yeah. Like, it, when, I, when, I go, when I went to a test that HomePod, I said, uh, is this Bluetooth enabled? And he's like, I'm not too sure. I'm like, what if I use Google? And he's like, no. I was like, I'm like, oh, this thing's useless then. He's like, no, it works with Siri. I'm like, Siri sucks. Siri is not smart. Yeah. I don't like Siri. Siri sucks. I've dumped Siri. I've dumped Siri. I've dumped Apple. I no longer want to use your HomePod. I uh, I couldn't do it. Let's un- let's unleash on this on your page there. Oh, my page, yeah. my gigantic page of let's a ton of it. stuff. Yep. Um, really, I- like I just made a bunch of notes because we were we were earlier than normal today. Mm-hmm. Uh, but diet was a big part of it again. Um, but this book, we talked about raw foods mm-hmm. and how we're adjusting our diet plan and stuff. So I yeah. was reading an article mm-hmm. about how cheese is similar to heroin in the way that it hits like the the structures of your brain, like the dopamine centers. Yeah. And it just like at that boggled my mind mm-hmm. about how I I always knew like I mean sugar is is one of those things that you can get addicted to. Mm-hmm. Um, fats are things you can get addicted to. Yeah. You can get addicted to. Well, alcohol, all sorts of shit, right? Mm-hmm. But cheese and foods and the way they hit our hit our nerve centers, our pleasure centers in our brain. Yeah. That kind of, I, I think I was in denial, kind of freaked me out because I think I'm addicted to cheese. No, that that no, that's there's there's a uh, there's overwhelming evidence for that. Like especially like the number one food that actually triggers something in your brain mm-hmm. just through um uh, just through the, the um uh, just through smell um is uh, is bacon. Oh, I would buy that in a heartbeat. That's actually been scientifically proven. People really? smell bacon; it's like it triggers something. They're like, "Oh, you know what? Either the need to have it, or uh, uh, people have actually been uh, 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 they've been put into like into a like in a lab, basically, mm-hmm. right? And they they can they, they can actually control people's like uh, like their actions, yeah. just through smell of bacon, because like they're like, okay, you know, when when I smell this, it equals that I'm going to be doing this. All their their neurons light up, like all the yeah the positronics. I read about Data's the, brains moving around. Yeah, I read about this years ago. I totally buy that. Yeah. Uh, one of my nieces, she was primarily a vegetarian for the longest time when she was little, little. Mm-hmm. And then one day, uh, she started eating bacon. And that, like she in- included meats in her diet. Yeah. And bacon showed up. And I went over to their house, and she looked at me like she was trying to sell me on a religion. And her like one of those looks, she's like, hey, can I ask you something? Uncle, have you have you ever had bacon? I'm like, are you trying to sell me on religion? Like the way she said it was like, have you ever had, ba- would you like some bacon? Yeah. I can get you some bacon. Yeah. You'll enjoy bacon. Like, yeah. damn. Yeah. I don't, I, I hate when people are coming to me like, oh, you have to try this, man. It's, it's to die for. You have to do this. You have to, I'm like, shut up. Oh, yeah, that was, we, we, not, we not, talked not, about not, this. Not your instance, but I'm no, saying, no, no, yeah. no, but we just talked about this. Yeah. I don't know if it was on the show or whatnot about when you, like the dentist thing. I went to a dentist. And then immediately after I'm telling somebody about how I just got back from the dentist, mm-hmm. they're like, I'll give you the number for my guy, bro. He's the best. Yeah. Like, do you think I'm an idiot? Like, I would just pick the stupidest guy on yeah. the street? Oh, yeah. No, I, I picked a good dentist. Like, yeah. I'm using him for years. Yeah, exactly. I, like, but I, don't, I hate when people say, oh, you got to eat this. You're, you're going to die when you eat. Uh, yeah. this is, I'm, like, I'm like, I'll be the judge of that. Okay? This, will, this will change your world. Yeah. You should eat this thing because this food will change your world. Like, look, man, I don't. I don't Fuck off. I don't, I don't need that. Yeah. I don't need you to tell me how that food is going to change my world. <laughs> yeah. But uh, no, a big part too was uh, the sugar. I mentioned to you earlier. I took uh, cut the sugar out entirely. Mm-hmm. I'm in the end of week two 
of no sugar, no processed carbohydrates. Yeah. And already I'm feeling a lot better. I've noticed um, training. I don't get tired during the training at all anymore. Uh, and I've cut out the creatine as well. That's gone. I used to take like a, like a micro dose essentially. I remember when you started. Yeah, it was um, the recommended dose was something like three three in the morning and then three at night. And I was doing one in the morning. That was it. So, so just why, so why'd you uh, why'd you cancel it? I just wanted to see how it would feel if I cut all the other stuff out. Mm-hmm. Like, was there a difference in my energy levels uh, without it? And mm-hmm. again, it was such a small dose. And I'm not like I didn't do it in a very scientific way at all. Mm-hmm. I just kind of took a look at what people would be taking if they were really like training hard all the time. Um, trying to get bigger, trying to gain mass, and that was never really my goal. Yeah. My goal was just to see if I had like decent energy in that first to second workout in the day. Oh, okay. And um, I, again, I think a lot of it too might have been in my head. Like a lot of that might have been just something else in my head that made me think that I was gonna. Oh man, I'm I'm really good. I got a lot of energy all day long. So is uh is sorry to interrupt. Uh, no, no, but, go ahead. Uh, is uh is creatine? Does that help them with growth or recovering? Um, a little bit of both. I mean, it does a lot of stuff. Creatine is like stored in your muscles, right? So yeah. like really, it like your muscle energy. Stay like plat- for me, I thought it was gonna help me plateau my muscle energy out. Okay. And um, again, like now for for it not being there, and then the change in the diet, like I don't think I really need it for a whole lot of like long last, like long- longevity. I don't think I need it for that so much. So is, is it does it more help with with performance? Yeah, well, it helps with like recovery like and growth afterwards, right? Yeah, okay. And then right. performance, like lasting performance lasting as well. performance. Uh, yeah, that's what So, doing. I mean, I just, again, I just don't think it was doing anything for me. Okay. So, I cut it out altogether. Okay, that's good. Yeah, I think later on, if I do decide to um, get back into it, I'll I'll do it properly. Mm-hmm. Um, and maybe only do it in the doses that are recommended, like like before a workout. Were you, were you overdoing it or? No, I was way underdoing it. Oh, I see. Which okay. is why I don't think, well, that's I, right, I think it yeah, might right, not have been yeah, doing anything at all. Yeah. So, I think based on everything, the way I was hitting it. I just think it was it was a waste of money overall. Mm-hmm. Well, not much. I mean, it was like fucking twelve bucks for a well, for a month long. You have to long. try it at least before you. Yeah. If you find out, so you find out if it works or not. So. Exactly right. So again, like I just think the way I was hitting it, um, my knowledge base because I never really used it. My knowledge base of it, um, the amount that I was using, mm-hmm. wasn't really giving me any kind of benefit other than uh, like in my head. Yeah. Like a placebo effect. Yeah. But then now, taking out all the sugar and taking out all the processed carbohydrates, mm-hmm. feel terrific. Oh, yeah. I was having some nagging back issues, and now they're, again, it could be in my head, mm-hmm. but we'll see in, in a month. Mm-hmm. But, you know, I don't really have a whole lot of weird back pain anymore. Yeah. Um, after I work out, my, my joints don't feel all weird. Mm-hmm. I feel really good overall. Mm-hmm. I think a lot of that comes from getting rid of the, the simple sugars. Oh, that's good. No. Well, yeah, that's, that's, uh, yeah. It's, that's very, that, 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 that is a, uh, everyone knows that. Yep. Very hard to do. It is It is really tough to do. Yeah. Because, I mean, the first week, I, I do like uh, a banana for lunch every day. I do like having some bread. Usually some, like, you know, mom or somebody will make some kind of a, a bread dessert or a pastry or something. My aunt likes making that kind of stuff. So I always have that kind of stuff around. And it's still around, but I'm actively avoiding it. Mm-hmm. That first week was tough because I like everybody's cooking. Mm-hmm. You know, I like eating, uh, a, like, actual bread. I like sourdough bread. I yeah. like rotis. I like... Uh, scones mm-hmm. I, I like a nice breakfast sandwich but all that stopped all of it in that first week man it was like i was jonesing but now i'm like no it's good i'm, I'm all right i'm well, good not to that's eat good that. yeah the uh um i had your, I had your mom's jam yesterday too oh man that jam yeah i made a peanut i had a toasted peanut butter uh, and jelly sandwich. i just needed something after a workout i yeah. was because I, I was hitting the punching bag and i was uh, uh just doing planks and push-ups and uh i was like so, i was just so hungry and i'm like oh i'm like i got I, I can't just have a protein shake and so i had a uh, uh, I had a peanut butter and, and raspberry jelly sandwich. Not bad. And uh, with some 12 grain bread. And after that, I just chased it down with a, uh, a protein shake. And I just had some water afterwards. And after that, I was dead. That'll do it, man. <laughs> yeah, That'll dead. give you everything you need. Yeah. That totally jam dead. is, uh, <laughs> that 
that jam is cut I cut the sugar down like a like I think two thirds in that thing. I think yeah, because a little bit, a little bit's not wasn't too bad. So no, it's not too too bad. Yeah. So I mean, but you're definitely getting less sugar in the a pack of Smuckers. Smuckers <laughs> jar of Smuckers. Smuckers is I love Smuckers. It's, it's so tasty. It's so but tasty, it's, but it's like eighty percent sugar. Yeah. Oh, um, there's a new um, we're thinking about brainstorming uh, uh, an idea. Um, uh, I guess I can mention it now, right? About uh, it, we're actually just thinking about starting an uh, a YouTube channel. I think so. We're oh no 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 like I like I want you to be part of it as well. We're starting. My, oh, I thank you. My myself, uh, Jason, and uh, Walid. Rad man. So it's gonna be uh, a sister channel to this YouTube channel to this channel. Nice. So uh, it's gonna be uh, it's gonna be a, like a, a hip hop channel that we're just gonna play on loop. Oh, that's rad. And so people can just like sit down and just listen to it and just chill and just put it on a loop for like maybe like you know three three hours or something like that. Those are big right now. Yeah. So um, and then. Uh, well, Jason's gonna do the music because he's uh, Jason's music extraordinaire. Extraordinaire. He makes fantastic original music, and it's just music to like study to, chill to, That's rad. whatever you want, right? And then uh, kind of like our outro song. Yeah, pretty much. Yeah. <laughs> uh, and uh, so yeah, Jason so, had nothing to do with that, by the way. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, we're gonna uh, uh, and then do that, and then hopefully, um, and then we're gonna get some marketing ideas, and then from Walid, and then we're gonna. Merch it as well. That's pretty rad, man. So we'll have that's to, really good we'll stuff. Have to come up, to come up with the design, and then we'll. Uh, yeah, we can totally make that. And then we'll have that. We'll have that as a sister channel. I do like how we have kind of branched out among our friends, and we're all doing some creative shit now. Yeah. My goal always was to that. Like, I like the idea that if I get fat, my friends get fat. Mm-hmm. I feel like I'm about to get really fat, mm-hmm. so I would like for my friends to get fat as well. Yeah. 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 I mean, growth is good among among your peers, right? Among all everybody doing something creative and like creating good content. Mm-hmm. To uh to make other people feel like creating good content yeah or make other people feel good about themselves mm-hmm. because they're they're doing something productive so exactly. yeah I'm really glad it's gonna happen that's yeah really, so that's yeah awesome so I'll stuff. keep yeah we'll keep you guys updated on it and then uh, we'll definitely talk about it here yeah and we'll link it up once it's uh, once it's ready to yeah go. like obviously you'll be you'll be a part of it too so like we'll um we'll get uh yeah because we're gonna, this is gonna be a, like a collaboration between all of us that's pretty cool man yeah. that's that's really rad yeah no and, I mean yeah. and those guys really like I mean Walid's marketing skill that's his that's his ballpark that's what he can second do second to none yeah he's yeah. great yeah. and uh, Jason is a, a hip hop creation he's a, he's a hip hop dentist music making machine yeah if he's not uh, if he's not fixing your smile he's putting tunes yeah. in your ears if he's not fixing your smile he's, he's putting one on your face he's putting one on your face oh I think you just got him a catchphrase <laughs> I think you just nailed him a catchphrase if I'm not fixing your smile I'm putting one on your face yeah yeah, oh. yeah, his uh, his his. I'll send you a link to his website, but uh, or maybe if you want to post on on the YouTube channel, but yeah, later. it'll be on the description below the video, and we'll add it to our. Yeah, uh, he he uh, he makes fantastic chill out music. Yeah, he does some really cool stuff. Yeah, and his sampling is like you're like where the, like oh my god, then you'll, you'll you'll recognize the sampling. You'll be like oh that's where he got that from. Mm-hmm. I'm like oh that's that's old school. That's that's cool. And so yeah, Jason's uh yeah. So it was it was solid when I heard his new stuff. It was great. That's pretty cool. No, so we'll like, we'll start up. If he wants to put it on here, we'll we'll put some stuff up mm-hmm. in the background here as well that he can yeah. uh, he can play as we're as we're talking about shit that we don't know anything about. Yeah, it's uh yeah he's part of this website where people like, just post the music that they created online and then they post what's the name of that? I don't know the name of it. I'll uh, link in the description below. Well, I'll, we'll have a link for it. Yeah, <laughs> we'll I'll send you the link. I'll, I will send you the link for it. That's yeah. cool, man. Mm-hmm. No, that's really cool. I I've, I've always liked the idea of um, creating music. Like I wasn't really good at it. Mm-hmm. Uh, but at all like I couldn't play any instruments yeah but then when I was doing the the chasing earth videos I I needed free music that I could play somewhere that wasn't gonna gonna get striked on on YouTube right or struck mm-hmm. on YouTube for for copyright so I picked up one yeah. of those 
uh, Power M Studios, the M Studio controllers, the keyboard. That's it right there. Oh, let's see. It is Jason's music can be found on weeklybeats.com, spelled like you think it would be. Yep. Jason plus uh, Niger, Music Impossible Hero. But the link to that will be in the description below. I'm not going to show them that. They're going to see all your crap. Yeah. But uh, weeklybeats.com. Yeah. So that's where he, he puts his stuff. Yeah. If you want to just go on, if you want to go somewhere where like people, like you want to like uh, just hear what people put their, you know, people in their own places, their own yeah. house, they want to like just create music and they just post online for free. And they, there's a community there. So people just like uh, post their own music and like critique, you get some ideas from people. It's a good community too. It's a, it's, it sounds like a great community. Yeah. So like uh, it's, uh, um, those are very cool, creative people. Hey, it's a lot of people yeah. who are who are giving positive, critical information back to you as well. Yeah, it's not like a like a YouTube comment. It's like this is shit, and they walk away. Mm-hmm. They crap all over it, and they walk away. Oh yeah, yeah. Where did you make this? This is garbage. Later, gone. Yeah, it's actually like crit- like a it's positive criticism. Yeah, it's like because uh, um, like the one thing about uh, uh, Jason is that he's always looking to improve on his music. Yeah, which is kind of weird. Which is kind of hard to say when you're his friend. Because you're just like when you hear his music, you're just like that. It sounds fucking awesome. Like what do you like? There's you can't improve on it, right? Yeah. But he's like, oh, it goes no, no. I need you guys to tell me like, well, what, what should I do to improve it? I'm like, man, like all your like all of Jason's music is solid. Like mm-hmm. it's it's uh it's he's, I, w- I I wish I I I wish I knew how to do that. Well, that yeah. they, that's what I was saying earlier, right? Yeah. I didn't, and I decided to pick up that keyboard. Mm-hmm. And uh, little by little, it, honestly, as much as I shit on Apple, mm-hmm. I wouldn't know how to. Um, code websites, or and I wouldn't know how to write music if it weren't for the Mac that I bought. Yeah, because they had programs in there that kind of walked you through it, right? Mm-hmm. And GarageBand, man. I mean, just learning how to to make your own loops and then make your own music and eventually learn how to play a piano mm-hmm. was super beneficial to me. Like, I can actually kind of sound like I know what I'm doing now. Yeah. When I sit at a piano, I can fuck around enough to where people who don't know music, mm-hmm. like, do you know how to play the piano? Like, no, not at all. Yeah. But I can fake it. I can fake my way through it. Yeah, and it was now I'm making all the music for everything we do, right? Mm-hmm. Except for our intro song. That's a that's a freebie that I really liked on GarageBand. Yeah, that was uh, actually uh, I don't know how to play piano, but I can definitely put uh, show you the emotion of playing piano. Like you know the, when the when you go crazy, oh, your, yeah. your hair's flying everywhere. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> you can you can make yourself look like a rock star. Yeah, exactly. Remember that guy from Sesame Street, that puppet, who, 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 that that composer who like, with the resty hair and he kept slamming his head. Oh on yeah, the- yeah, yeah. <laughs> he was like the uh, he he wasn't the Liberace one. He was the one who played music. Yeah, he actually played music, and then he uh, and everything he kept smashing his head on the. Yeah, that's that's me. <laughs> oh man, that's pretty good. <laughs> Doctor Teeth. I don't know what his name is. He was the Muppet Show one. Yeah, this one this one was on. Not the Sesame Street guy. The Sesame Street guy's in a tux, right? Okay, we'll have to we'll have to do a search for this. Yeah, yeah. Doctor Teeth is the piano from Electric Mayhem. Uh huh. He's the he's the band leader, the Gold Tooth. Yeah, this guy's not the Gold Tooth. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think the guy you're talking about is like a dude who's like a, he's a green puppet with fluffy hair and he's got a tuxedo on. Yeah, but he doesn't. Have, but he has like regular skin. Like oh. his, yeah. What? We'll, okay, we'll find out. Yeah. Okay, maybe. Mm-hmm. Man, I love the Muppets. Muppets are the best. Man, I was a, I'm a huge puppet fan. I yeah. just I fucking love that kind Muppet of stuff. Puppet Babies in the 80s was uh, great. Muppet Babies is great. Yeah. But I mean puppets in general, like puppetry in general. Yeah. Like, I just love the idea of puppetry. Yeah, I think that's why that's why I loved about uh um I think the my my favorite like like growing up with Sesame Street, Mupp- the Muppets, uh watching the Muppet show was like my favorite show. I think that's why I really I can rewatch that's the reason why that's the, like the only reason why I re that's why the the most reason like the biggest reason why I watch uh the nightmare, nightmare for Christmas. Oh, terrific! Yeah, there's just there's so much work that goes into that. Yeah, right? you're just like whole, like I'll watch every single movement, and I'm like, how the f-? I'm like, that's 
that's six hours. That's six hours. Like, I'm like, how long, yeah. how long did it take to make this movie? Oh, yeah. Yeah. Am I wrong? Wasn't Danny Elfman the voice of Jack Skellington? Yeah. Yeah, he is the voice, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, Danny Elfman. That guy's had a great he's, I think I think he's the singing voice. I think he might be all of it. Who's... Because, I mean, he was. He wasn't Devo. Who else? I think. Why do I think that? Uh, remember Prince Humperdinck from Princess Bride? Yeah, yeah. I think he was one. He was the talking voice. Humperdinck is um, oh man, what's his name from Fright Night, the vampire? Yeah. Uh, Chris Sarandon, right? Yeah, Christopher Sarandon. Yeah, was he the talking voice? I think so. Maybe. Yeah. I don't know. Um. Yeah, you could be right. Susan Sarandon's brother, right? Husband. Husband. Yeah. Yeah. Former. Husband. Former husband. Yeah. Kept his name. That's what it was. Yeah. Yeah. I think I could be wrong. Yeah. Maybe that is her brother. The start, the start oh, just like, we're gossip. making it all incestual. Yeah. <laughs> Hollywood. This is how Hollywood gossip starts. Yes. Chris Sarandon. <laughs> Chris, Chris Sarandon. And, uh, of all the people, do you want to like talk about Chris Sarandon? I used to get Chris Sarandon mixed up with uh, Shooter McGavin. Oh, yeah. Yeah, the, the guy who played Shooter McGavin. That guy's awesome. Yeah, he's great, man. Yeah. I remember I was a huge, a huge Midnight Run fan. Mm-hmm. Still am. It's, it's Midnight one of Run my, is awesome. Yeah. It's incredible. It's one of, I think it might be my favorite buddy cop movie. Over like all the ones that we always talk about, over Lethal Weapon, over all that stuff. I think Midnight Run is my Kiss favorite. Kiss Bang Bang. Oh yeah, even more than that. Oh okay. Just De Niro in that movie is just—he's just such a normal, trying his best to yeah. be to be that guy. Like mm-hmm. you know, a disgraced cop. He's a bounty hunter. He's got a bounty hunter who hates him. Yeah. He's maybe got to work with him. Mm-hmm. He's got a guy he's running with. He hates like everything about that movie puts him in such a bad spot. Mm-hmm. But he's still like so likable and relatable. Yeah. I, I just think the uh, yeah, way that, he delivers that is it. true. Yeah, I did and Charles you, Grodin, you're rooting for, even though he's a dick. He's a yeah, that's true. Yeah, yeah. Did you did you ever end up watching um, uh, Ronin? Oh, hold on one second. I was getting to uh, Shooter McGavin plays oh, yeah, that said, character yeah. in the sequels. Yeah, that's right. And I had to hate him because I didn't like him in the Midnight Run sequels. Yeah, like that, that, that guy play, rarely plays roles where you actually like the guy. He he plays a really good scumbag. He tried really hard, but like I, I, that the role of uh, of of the character De Niro's character is Jack. He's such a like he's such a De Niro character. Yeah, like you can't like uh, you're always gonna be like se- second fiddle. So yeah. he's like, uh, uh, you know what? Jack there's no, there's no way I can like this guy. Did I watch what Ronin? Uh, Ronin, yeah. I've I have watched Ronin. I haven't watched it again. Oh, okay, but I did go back and watch the car chase again. Yeah, that car chase is phenomenal. Oh, it's crazy. I mean, it is. It's one of those realistic, mm-hmm. violent car chases. Yeah, it's, it's it's straight out of French Connection. It's the same director, John Frankenheimer. Yeah, yeah, it might it might be the second best next. I, Bullet was good. Mm-hmm. Bullet's really good, but Bullet is a cool, fast car chase. Yeah, because Bullet's more of like a racing movie. It's a racing movie. Yeah, it's linear, right? Yeah. Well, I mean, it, it, the scene is a racing mm-hmm. car chase. Yeah, and it's very it is very linear. It's very cool, but it's all about that engine and watching him shift. Whereas the French Connection is tense. Yeah. Like, it's like, at any point, a pedestrian's getting hit. At any point, he's accidentally hitting a patch of water, aquaplaning into a post in one of the the, the subway rail mm-hmm. uh, bridge lines, or, or bridge posts, right? But the same thing was in Ronin. Yeah. At any point in Ronin, it's just like, some lady with a shopping cart getting taken out. Oh, yeah. Like, Ronin was like a movie just built around a car, like car chases. That's what the that's what the movie kind of felt like. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I, I, it felt like that. Yeah, because my brother was like, actually, he lo- he would love that movie when he saw it. He's like, oh, there's my Audi S8. It's like a, it's a, that's in the movie, and I was like, and they mentioned it. He goes, when you're gonna need an Audi, four wheel drive, I need an S8. Yeah, my brother's like, yeah, man, I have that. That's the one, man. I love yeah. that car. But he was so specific, like he needed that car because it had the right weight for the people that are gonna be in it. Exactly. It had the, the right, handling, the right power, at the right power, everything, yep. and it, it blends in the in the, the where they were, right, yep. in the locations. They it's were. a very understated car, but man, that car is. Wow. It's pretty rad. I drove my brother's, I think I've, he's only let me driven it twice. Mm-hmm. And uh, 
Man, that car is unreal. It is a it is a nice car. Yeah, it's a 2003, and they didn't. That's what they, that design is probably around the same era of the the car in the movie. It's a little bit. It's it's a little bit older. No, yeah. sorry. No, the one. That, yeah, the one the movie. The one the movie's older. older. Yeah. And uh, but uh, wow, that car is just uh, that V8. Uh, oh yeah. And that out uh, luminous space frame. It's a very light car. That whole like the the A4, the A6, and the A8, the sedans, mm-hmm. all super underrated. Yeah, like the uh, they're the, beautiful it, looking. They like, yeah I, simple cars. I, oh yeah, like the I like the um, I don't really like the new st- uh, styling. The only the only new Audi I really like is the uh, is the S three. Mm-hmm. Uh, the the cars themselves are great. Like engineering wise, yeah, yeah, they're fantastic, right? Like uh, but um, the just the 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 bodies, the of, the of, little of, tweaks of the way they look now. Yeah, like I, I I don't like them. Like I like the older style better. Yeah, yeah. Um, because they're um. They're 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 rounder rather than sharper. Yeah, and so I like that round look. It, it's makes, a them, it, look, it makes them look more executive. It was that uh, yeah. I fell in love with that look right around the time of the I think it was like the two thousand two or two thousand one TT. Mm-hmm. That kind of rounded, clean look to it. It just looked like a shark just coming over the water. Yep, like it's just like it's just coming. It's like, up. It's like this. It's like whoop, yeah, like that like that. It's yeah, such a pretty like very simple, understated, really elegant design. Yeah, actually, my there's two. I have two, my uncle uh, in uh, actually my cousin Ryan who owns uh, La, La Finca. Um, the coffee. The coffee. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he has one. Get out of town. And uh, uh, and my aunt uh, who lives in Canmore, she had she has a new one. Well, look at your family. They're Audi fans, man. Was, I don't know. Uh, Audi all around. Yeah. Hey, speaking of car chases, another one I got into on the YouTube uh, the YouTube rabbit hole. Yeah. I didn't expect to, which again, a movie I really liked, The Peacemaker. Oh, uh, yeah. George Clooney. Uh, what's your name? The Tom Cruise's tall wife? Kidman. Nicole Kidman. Kid, Nicole Kidman, yeah. Damn, that's another really good car chase. Mm-hmm. Maybe one of the best revenge kills using a car ever. Yeah. When he takes the back of the Mercedes into that one dude, mm-hmm. and then he gets up and shoots him. Yeah. <laughs> it's just... Clooney, Clooney had such... Like action movie potential mm-hmm. from that, and just never like until the American, right? I think the Americans is next real, yeah. I, like, I would, motherfucker action movie. I would well, say bad, good guy movie. Yeah. So like, I think like yeah, like I still think, uh, <laughs> I still think um, from Dust Till Dawn is his best movie. Uh, <laughs> it's incredible. <laughs> Dust Till is his best character. I think his best character. Like I yeah. think like it's uh, um. And just knowing that he had uh, he had to because I saw like at the making of that movie he had to like take so many takes as he really watched like nail the attitude, mm-hmm. but uh, the blank stare when he when he sees the body for the first time in the motel room yeah wow. uh, what did you do yeah <laughs> <laughs> yeah he plays he plays a really good badass oh yeah like, that, that, that's a good badass he plays yeah, right yeah. but like so that when he started doing more of those action movies I was like hey you know what I know uh, I know he could do more dramatic roles and stuff like that so he's he's very well rounded yeah and. Uh, but few and far between, huh? Yeah, like he hasn't really done a whole lot of really good action movies. Well, I think he's at that age now where he's not getting those. He's not being asked to do those awesome roles that uh, he got when he was younger. Yeah, and now it's like, what else can you give him? Well, he's such a talented producer and director. Because there is a there is a talent and skill. You can't just be a guy who's like, I produce movies, use some money, do your thing. Yeah, because then you go to jail for rape. Yeah, but uh, like yeah. With him, <laughs> but with him, he puts together good teams, and even as a director, he puts together good teams. He makes good movies mm-hmm. in those two roles. Yeah, I think the movies he was making were getting him, I uh, maybe that Oscar cred, but they were getting him that street that Hollywood cred. Yeah, but like, he wasn't just a one note goon who makes movies where he shoots guys. Yeah, yeah, his uh, yeah his resume is like you know you can't really, uh, you can't really touch what he's done. Yeah, it's rock solid. Yeah, but uh, but him uh, the movies that he chooses to act in. Mm-hmm. 
uh, yeah, I, I find that the and I think with a lot of people, it's like it's either their their paychecks or their um, or you're just like like they're all the, kind of forgettable. Yeah, you're just like, why the fuck were you in that movie? Because like I don't really remember Michael Clayton. No, Michael Clayton was awful. I I don't remember that too much. Um, I think he was in Suburbicon. Yep. Uh, Siriana's great. Siriana's awesome. But then again, that was like the tail end of him doing really gritty, gritty work, like really gritty stuff. Yeah. Right? So, uh, but yeah, like uh, I don't really remember him in a whole lot of stuff. Like, was he in the one where he's the black and white? Where he plays the not Cronkite. Who do you play in that one? Oh. Good night. Good luck. Good luck. Good night. The news reporter one. That wasn't him, was it? He no. directed that, I think. Uh, I don't think he was in that. No. But again, forgettable. Like, uh, we can't remember because he makes kind of forgettable choices. Yeah, like, yeah. So, like, he could have been. <laughs> yeah, he could have been. But then again, but when he directs it. movies, yeah. he does a really good job, right? Yeah. Like, like his choices are really good. Yeah. So, yeah, I, I don't know. I think he's, uh, yeah, it, 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 yeah he's has, he has, like, that, he has that look, but he doesn't have the, uh, like the, he he doesn't have like that 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 that, that magic. Yeah, he doesn't have that Tom Cruise middle tooth. Tom Cruise. <laughs> you know, talking about directors making choices and not to get away from Tom Cruise. Do you see the Rain Johnson video that just came out? No. Uh, he kind of breaks down. It's actually informative. As much as I didn't like him for Star Wars, I still think Star Wars: The Last Jedi is garbage. Mm-hmm. I didn't like him in that. I didn't like his thought process whenever he sees behind the scenes shit. Not online. However, he does make good movies. He's made like his other movies are like yeah. half decent, mm-hmm. even though he's got some weird crap that happened in Looper and all like whatever. He's what, still what makes was his latest movie that uh, Knives Out. Knives Out. Yeah, he talks right. about yeah. that in Vanity Fair's mm-hmm. breakdown of a scene. Yeah, I mean I'm not gonna spoil what he talks about because I think if you enjoy filmmaking, the Rain Johnson Vanity Fair breakdown of a scene with Rain Johnson is actually really informative. But there were certain things that he mentioned, and um, the one thing I will say is he wanted to use iPhones, and he's like, you know, you're allowed to use iPhones in movies. He's talking about how his uh, his production design team, they always asked him what time it was. So whenever there's a phone being shown to the camera or a clock in the background, they were always in sync. Mm-hmm. But he made a really good point, or he made a really good comment uh, for people who want to know more about movies, is that anytime you see an iPhone on screen, Apple will let you use it, but not if you're a bad guy. Really? Bad guys don't use iPhones. He's like, I just blew shit for a whole lot of people with iPhones in their movies, for movies you haven't seen, but if a, ba- if a character is using an iPhone in a movie... In a mystery, that's not the villain. Oh, God. I'm like, oh, dude. Like, if if there's one thing that I'm going to share that I wish I didn't share, or I wish I didn't hear, because I'm going to fucking share it. Mm-hmm. There's that kind of thing, right? Yeah. I mean, like, if you're watching a mystery movie and somebody's using an iPhone, chances are that's not the villain. Yeah. I was like, God, that's remarkable. That's remarkable. That is pretty crazy. Like, yeah. iPhone is like, go ahead, use a phone, but no villains. Oh, God. Now Only ba- heroes use now iPhones. Now, bad guys are going to be using uh, Android. Androids. Or just everybody. Yeah. Everybody uses an Android now. Mm-hmm. But he was, he himself was like, oh, maybe I shouldn't have said anything. Yeah. Ah! I don't know, man. Well, actually, uh, I guess uh, um, Google's going Google's to take a massive hit since uh, uh, Xiaomi... Uh, uh, Huawei, Oppo, and all of them—they're going to be creating their own uh, their own OS? system. Yeah, yep, their own OS. I do think it's going to be a massive hit. It'll be a hit. I mean, it'll it'll be a hit definitely in China. It'll definitely be a hit like in, in that market. Yeah, and maybe India. But I mean, yeah. they do so much work with uh, like cheap Android phones in India. Like they're mm-hmm. like Nokia and um, what's the other one? Uh, Motorola. Mm-hmm. Even Samsung makes so many cheap phones yeah. for that market. Mm-hmm. So I mean, they'll definitely see it. Yeah. But I don't know. Like I don't know. I think they're going to bounce back. Yeah, like, yeah, because like the mobile operating system is not their, uh, it's it's not just the only thing they do, right? Yeah, right. Yeah, so. it's not it's not their their it's, bread and butter. Yeah, they still got cloud services. They got a bunch of stuff. So yeah, I wonder how much like the licensing really is, like overall. Like when Samsung makes a phone, like well, we're going to use Android. 
like they're paying a licensing fee to use Android, but it's still like it's an open source uh, OS, yeah. so they can use it, right? So I wonder yeah. how much that really. I'm not sure. Yeah, that's yeah, a question. Like, I should, I should that. That's one of the, uh, there you go. That's mm-hmm. one of those things that we talk about sometimes. We should mm-hmm. we should research more. Yeah. Yeah. No. No. That's a good call though. I wonder. Like, I mean, with with that market, who will be the primary the primary user of a different operating system? Mm-hmm. Definitely China. Yeah. I mean, Japan. They buy a lot of Japanese phones out there. Yeah. If they're buying Sony, they're gonna be buying Sony using Android. Oh yeah, for and, sure. Uh, man. Yeah. I guess yeah. so. And it's, yeah. It's just those. It's the, it's those five. It's those four or five big ones that are all just like. Coming together and be like, you know what? Fuck these guys. Yeah, right? Yeah. <laughs> I mean, if you're going to block us out of uh, 5G yeah. in North America, we no longer use your operating system. Yeah. And, and, they, and Google knows that. Everyone knows that if China's going to do that, they're going to do that very quickly. They're going to do it fast. Yeah, they they're going to yeah. hop on it. China always engineers their problems out. China will either engineer their problems out or just steal your ideas mm-hmm. and use them because they don't care about your patent. They don't care. They don't care about your patent. Yeah, those <laughs> I bet you the operating system is going to be called like Android, mm-hmm. <laughs> or you know, it's just a hand else. with a circle around it's it. A hand instead of a, a G, it's a G. Yeah, yeah, it's a hand like like a blue, yeah. orange, and purple with the, circle. Yeah, with the G like this, with the thumb. <laughs> yeah. It's called, or it'll be sign language version of G, whatever yeah. that is. It'll be called Android. Yeah, and uh, for the for the hand dynasty. <laughs> yeah, there the you hand go. Dynasty. For the hand, the hand dynasty, or you know, the hand. Yeah, and then uh, they'll just—I I mean, really—how much different can it possibly be to Google anyway? Like all operating systems kind of look the same. Yeah, they—they all look the same. Like like the—it's uh, just a matter of like, what are you, what are you able to do with your phone? Exactly. How much freedom do you get with your phone? Like, you can know, you take a photo? Can you uh, can you take a picture of things with your phone? You speak yep. language. Can you um, can you surf the web? Can you can you go to sites that we don't want you to go to? Yeah, exactly. Like, I think the biggest thing will be it'll, they'll lock it down so they only send you the content they want and they get all the data to spy on your citizens. Well, yeah, exactly. Because the thing is, is that a lot of the, the, the Google like apps, that, like especially YouTube and all that stuff, like those mm-hmm. are some of those apps are like, I'm not, saying, I'm not sure if YouTube is, but like a lot of those apps are just banned by the government anyway because of privacy issues. Oh, yeah. yeah and then so. a lot of the stuff that you can get from like Google, not, not YouTube, a lot of the information you can get from Google, mm-hmm. they deliberately don't send to China or China blocks it because yeah. they have that weird kind of like, you know, Touchy feely, plucking a nerve kind of thing. Yeah, well, not privacy. They don't want. I they don't want blow their uh, relationships, right? Yeah, because I shouldn't say privacy. It's just the government is like, you know, you can't. You're not allowed to like. Uh, yeah, it's censorship. It's, yeah, it's it's straight up government censorship. Yeah, yeah. So, I said privacy. It's censorship, not privacy. Well, I mean, the government is like it's because of privacy. Yeah, those those websites are bad. Yeah, exactly. Independent news sources are bad. Mm-hmm. Only government news, <laughs> independent video channels are bad. Only government sponsored video propaganda. <laughs> Did we say propaganda? We meant information. I meant information. <laughs> it's like, it's just like, it's weird that it's 2020 and we still have things like that happening in the world. It's like governments block what you can see. Now, like the, the, I, they don't even know. Like the, the citizens, they yeah, know, but, that, but they really don't even know. Yeah, right? that, that's, 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 that's run by politics. Well, look at the weird shit happening with um, the wet sweatin, uh, is that Am I saying that right? Say it again. The, is it wet sweatin? Is that How do they, how do you say the, the, the chiefs and the, blo- the blockades? The the coastal gasoline. Oh, that shit, right? I, yeah. I'm not sure how to how to pronounce it. It's red. It's R. I know I'm fucking it. It's because there's an apostrophe in there. There's like two in there. Yeah. But um, there's so much propaganda going towards them, saying that well, they're just environmentalists. They're just doing this. They're just doing that. You know, they're blocking your pipelines because they want to go green. When there's a lot more that we don't hear coming directly from them. Like there's the camps of men coming in there and raping the shit out of the women in their uh, in their yeah. villages and communities. Like there's, there's a lot more going on. From and both sides are blocking information to each other to to gain favor from their yeah. own people and from us, right? Yeah, because I okay, I'm guilty of not knowing where like where their, uh, 
exactly what like why they're angry. Like obviously yeah. there's stuff on the surface. Like hey, you know what? There's like there's environmental laws. You have they're saying that you didn't you didn't discuss this with everybody and stuff yes. like that, right? Okay, I get that, right? Maybe there's more like what you just said. Like maybe yeah. there's like there's uh like those. Well, the, the missing rape. and murdered indigenous women and girls. Yeah, I mean so, that's a that's a big thing that's not being looked at because you're yeah. putting camps of a lot of non-indigenous men. Yeah. in these communities, and they the numbers of yeah. sexual assault and rape go up. Yeah, because it's the wild west out there, right? It is. Yeah. I mean, it is like nobody gives a shit about them. Yeah, but uh, and then on the research fl- that people out there listening. Yeah, we're not that smart. So yeah, we're not that smart. But yeah. research it. There's more than we know. Yeah. So like, uh, um, but the, but then the other side of the argument from uh. What, is, what was first going on, I was talking to uh, uh, my uncle about this. It's mm-hmm. like, um, it's a very blanket statement, but at the same time, it's like, I think it's worth uh, mentioning just because you have to, there's there's two sides to every story. Mm-hmm. Is that like, ultimately, like, uh, where do you think that, that the money that they're getting is coming from? Exactly, right? So, um, uh, so the argument is like, you know what? Okay, in the end, we are like, you know, we are giving you this much money, right? Yeah. Like that, so you don't have to work or whatever it is, right? But on their side is like, you know what? Look at these atrocities that are happening to us right now, right? So like that, like that is just like that's just well, that's where the propaganda war happens. Yeah, exactly. See, from our end, we hear about people protesting on reserves, and we see that they're able to put oil derricks in the reserves. They're making money from oil and from gas, and they're mm-hmm. being they're getting uh, basically like revenue that's being made from these companies. Exactly. And then they're being told that we're being told that this is an environmental issue from them. But hey. We're going to wag a finger because they're getting money from these resources as well. Mm-hmm. But at the same time, that's not the full story. We're, we're only getting that mm-hmm. from our perspective, from the people who we get our news from. Mm-hmm. Meanwhile, what's actually happening, well, not what's actually happening, but what also is happening is they're saying, well, you're just coming into areas that are protected. You can't go into the areas that are protected. The people you spoke to don't speak for all of us. And... A lot of our women and girls will get murdered and raped. Yeah. And that's a fear for us. It's a yeah. genuine fear for us mm-hmm. because there is still a lot of shit that happens in our community that doesn't get reported outside of it. Yeah. See, the, the, I think the, uh, if it was, uh, so let's you take like, uh, let's you take the fact that, uh, okay, let's see if they had talked. And again, we do, we barely know this. Yeah. We don't we know. We barely right? know yeah. anything we're talking about. Yeah. This I, is just random yeah, news. Cause, yeah. Cause I, I still have to research this, but yeah. like, um, um, but I find that if, if you let's say if you said you know what, okay, we will, okay, but I'll ask you this, okay, let's say let's say if they actually decided to, okay, you know what, we're gonna consult with all the um, all the tribal groups, mm-hmm. all the leaders, everyone who's gonna be affected by uh, all the hereditary by, chiefs, yeah, all the chiefs who are like all the tribes who are gonna be like, uh, or all the groups that are gonna be uh, involved in that, or mm-hmm. if, they're, if it's gonna be going on their land. Uh, talk to all the chiefs. Uh, talk to like everyone who's involved. Everybody, in that. everybody, right? So let's say you did that. No stone left unturned. Exactly. So let's say you did that, right? And they all came to an agreement that uh, um, said, you know what? Uh, the chiefs, like the ones that were at the top end, they said, you know what? Yeah, you know what? Let's let's go through with this, right? Mm-hmm. It's, it's a win-win. And on the other side, it's like saying, yeah, you know what? We we want to go through there, right? Would there still be? Would there still be this much trouble? I, it's a tough one, man. I mean, because I think. Number one, we don't know because there's always been a lack of communication and respect, mm-hmm. no matter what. On the yeah, because on the ground it would be different. Uh, it would be much different because the, the people who are actually like because the, the the first nation chiefs. I've, I've been on these lands before. Like mm-hmm. I've I've done a lot of you've done work out there. I've done work out yeah. on there, right? So I've done a lot of environmental consulting on those. Is that when something goes wrong, when there's an oil spill that goes wrong, mm-hmm. and it, it uh, like pipeline burst goes into that uh, forest area. Yeah. Uh. When those First Nation leaders, uh, when they come in, 
they're the scariest fucking people you've ever met in your life. Well, you're, I mean, you are directly destroying the land they live on. Yeah. And it's, it's not just that you're destroying it, but you're destroying it after they told you not to destroy it. They are, they are like, when they came in, I was like, the, uh, I saw this six foot four lady, uh, come in. She was, uh, walking around. I'm like, she looked like a fucking, like, I was like, who, I'm like, who is that? They're like. That's the sister of the chief. And no, 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 sorry, no, yeah, sorry, that's the daughter of the chief. The daughter of the chief. And, and you're not saying it in the sense that they're scary as in like they're physically intimidating or going to harm you. No, it's but, like you're looking at somebody, like it's almost like you got caught in a burglary and the owner has come home. Yeah, that's a good way to put it. Like she'll, she's walking around like he goes, she's like, like I, what the fuck? Like she's like, she's looking for answers. She's like, okay, okay, what's being done? What's the status of the of the project right now? Yeah. Is that how much, how's the remediation going? Because if you yeah. think for for a second that they don't have all the information, no, they, they, and they're owed it. They're like, yeah, you, they have, you have to tell us exactly what's going on. And they're, and again, because it's like a big part of the propaganda, and I don't want to shit on anybody, um, like you know, just because they're they're white or whatever, or white privilege. Because I, again, I don't think it exists. The luxury of being white, but the idea among non-indigenous people or non People like white people, like anybody who's not really a part of that group, is it like, well, these are a bunch of people who are just kind of idiots uh, getting a government check, sitting around smoking and drinking and being dumb and yelling about their land. Mm-hmm. It's like, that's not the case at all. No. There's all. a lot of these places. Now, that that could be the case in some communities. Like, there's all that problem that happened up north with uh, with like reserves that have a lot oh, of yeah, money they, 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 and the wealth isn't being shared. Yeah, we're not, we're not pretending that it doesn't exist. It totally exists and yeah. it exists in all communities. Yeah. But at the same time, like everybody out there who's talking about like coastal gasoline or talking about the pipelines or doing a blockade or or, or involved in the uh, like the the conversation about whether or not it's going to happen, they're highly informed and oh, they're yeah. very intelligent. Yeah, because they. It's, and if you think for a second that you're going to show up there and tell them what you're going to do and they're just going to roll over without having like a. a friggin' dictionaries worth of information throw back at you. Yeah. Like you said, you show up and she shows up there and she doesn't just show up and ask you, what did you do? Yeah, you're, yeah, yeah, you're there to give her answers. She's doing an investigation. Yeah. And you're going to have those answers ready for her. Yeah. Because she has got the answers. Oh, yeah. like She wants to catch you in a lie. Yeah. She, like, when we were there, she was talking to, to the, all the project managers mm-hmm. and then she talked to my project manager and then like, uh, and then she came up to me and she's like, because uh, I, I, I caught myself, because like, she caught my eye and I was, I was looking at her. I was like, I'm like holy shit. And then, uh, she goes, um, what do you, she's like, what are you doing? And I said, oh, I'm just testing. I'm, I'm going to the water wells. I'm just testing the, the groundwater for, uh, and just getting samples. Mm-hmm. And she's like, how's it going? And I said, uh, um, actually, you know what? The, the perimeter is actually, it's closing in, but it's closing in. That just means that the, um, instead of being like, uh, let's see if like a two it's square how mile. far the damage. Is yeah. Going so out. I was like yeah. the dam, the, the damage width is getting smaller and smaller. Yeah. Right. And she's like, and she's like, she goes, yeah, keep at it. And then I said, okay, fine. And so. I just wanted to get. I was like, I thought she going to punch me in the face. Well, that's like that's le- you're legitimately dealing with a person in power who knows their shit, and and wants answers. Oh yeah, they Trans Canada, like, uh, yeah, they got hit. Uh, oh yeah, I'm not sure how much that 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 cleanup cost. Obviously, it's a drop in the bucket for them because they make so much money. But like, uh, uh, just seeing it, like you know, like I think I told you, like I was, uh, me and my uh, PM, we were like, we were just uh, walking around, and I was like, he's like, yeah, this area is done. We just because uh, all you do is like all you're doing there when you're working environmental consulting is just there, you're grabbing samples, testing it for hydrocarbons, and then mm-hmm. you'll be like, hey, you know what, this area is deemed uh, done. So they, what, if it still has hydrocarbons on it, you you spray it, yeah. the whole area. Be like, yeah, you know what? Then the digger comes in, takes that soil, gets out, gets it out of there. Mm-hmm. You contain whatever is in the ground. Yeah, whatever's whatever's contaminated, you get out, you uh, you shovel it out. And then uh, once the entire area is clean, um, and it's it's all deca- decontaminated. Uh, all the decontaminated, all the contaminated soil has been taken off, mm-hmm. and then they start they uh, the 
all the nature consultants come in, they'll find out like what trees were actually taken because you, you have to clear the area basically, right? And uh, so when you actually when you're done, it's like a, it's a huge clearing because yeah. you, you cut down all the trees and everything. I mean, yeah, you you strip everything out of that area. You have to get everything out of there. So you're right? looking at a football field now. Yeah, pretty much. You look at a flat area that's just been like completely flattened by like uh, just by this cleanup, right? Decimated. Yeah. So like the, what they have to do is now the, and all the all the uh, the na- the nature consultants come in and they mm-hmm. come in and they replant all the trees that were actually the indigenous trees that were there. So there's a lot. I mean, it's a lot of work. It's a huge undertaking. Yeah, it's wild, right? Yeah, People and, think it's just like oh, go in there and clean the oil and hit the road. No. Doesn't work like that. No, I think I told you. Remember what happened when uh, there was that Indian guy, who no. uh, uh, I was there one day and I I came up, I came to site, and half the site was gone. I said, "What happened?" And they're like, uh, "Some guy, uh, uh, this in this, yeah, this this how this is how I got involved in everything." All right. Uh, so I showed up and I'm like, "What happened?" And they're like, uh, the, "This guy gives to me he goes." Well, what was the what was the damage of this site? Okay, so the so what happened was that uh, there were the guy who was supposed to be like. Uh, the, the truck driver who's taking out all the contaminated soil um, off site. Mm-hmm. It's like an oil spill. Yeah. So he's taking the contaminated soil off site. And then it was, uh, the roads weren't that great, but they were, they were actually not too bad. And then he was driving and then he swerved. His, his, his story was he swerved and then his truck flipped over and his soil went into a waterbed. Oh no. So half the site had to go there and quickly clean up everything. Oh, brutal. So they're like, <laughs> oh. so then uh, he slinkied all that shit over. Yeah, and just made more of a mess. Yeah, so he went, and then he just, uh, and then he just, the, the, the truck just went over. Incredible uh, description. Yeah. of a truck swerving, by the way. <laughs> yeah, thank you. <laughs> and so then the guy, like, I, I said, oh shit, and then, uh, so then all of a sudden the, the head project manager came up to me and he's like, uh, he goes, Roger, and I said, yeah, and he goes, do you uh, speak Punjabi? I said, uh, he's like, do you speak or understand it? And I said, uh, I kind of understand it. I said, I understand it. And then he goes. Yeah, so uh, come with me, and then so he, then he gr- brought the guy in the office, right? Uh-huh. This, this this guy's a dip, okay? Like this guy's a total dip, okay? <laughs> oh, and, uh, brutal! Yeah, pure, so he he is like pure immigrant, yeah, the and he's like just just sweating bullets, like he's like he's like I'm gonna lose my job, I have to go back to India, whatever it is, work oh, on the no. farm, or like you know go back to my you know arranged marriage or whatever. This is it so is, sad, right? so sad. He's freaking out. Yeah, so his his basically his livelihood is in my hands. How old is he? Oh, he must have been like thirty something. Oh, gross. Yeah. So, uh, uh, well, gross, and that like he's had to reset his life in his head. Right? Yeah, exactly. A so panic. He, he's always sitting there, and I'm like, uh, and his name was uh, I can't. Oh, remember. leave his name. Yeah, out. leave his name out. Right. So then, uh, they brought him in. Then I was like, uh, so I said, um, I said, can I talk to him privately? And he's like, that's fine. And then so I talked privately. I said, uh, so I said to him like, uh, so what happened? And he's they under, he didn't understand that, right? Mm-hmm. So I was like, uh, so I told him Punjabi, and I was he told me the whole story, and he's. He basically told me that there was no deer. I just lost control of the car. Oh, brutal. I said, buddy, that's not going to fly. Oh, that's rough. I'm like, I'm like, uh, if something, if, and then I said, your best bet is to, uh, that your best bet is that I'll tell him that there was a deer. Yeah. yeah. And you'll, uh, um, and we'll just live with the consequences. I'm like, are you okay with that? And he yeah. said, I said, so make sure that I'm going to tell him this. Just go ahead with this. You just nod. Yeah. You just nod and say hello. Right. And then I said, so came back out, I told him the whole story. And then the, they said, uh, they said, okay, fine. They said, they said, okay, we'll just make sure that he's okay and uh, yeah. just go home for the day and then come back tomorrow. And they're like, okay, fine. Oh, so, man. Yeah. Poor Save the guy. guy's fucking job, man. You really, not just his job, he saved his life. Yeah, it's probably, what his kids are in fucking just graduated college by now? That's, oh, it's rough, man. I mean, like a lot of these guys, they're, well, we talked about last episode, like there's a lot of people who show up here with like PhD candidates are highly educated. And then they have to do these jobs. Yeah, that just, they're the ones who are dropping you off at the airport. Yeah, they're the ones dropping you off at the airport. They're the ones who are driving truck because they can't get a decent job anywhere else. Because, you know, for whatever reason, they're like, well, your education, which is pretty friggin' high, doesn't yeah. fly here. Yeah. And then you see the people, that's got to be the worst, right? It's like when your education doesn't fly 
and you got to go drive a truck, and then you see the people who run the site where you work, and you're like, I could own these people. Yeah. Like, I, I mean, mentally, I own all of you. Yeah, just knowing that you're, uh, um, sometimes for some people, like your your skills are deteriorating. Like yep. you're you're just like, I can't remember how to do that anymore. Like I, uh, I don't know how to like. Uh, that's the worst. Perform a C-section or whatever it is. Like you just like <laughs> you went right to C-sections. Yeah, doctors. No, but it's true, right? Like you're a surgeon. You're you're a skilled surgeon, but you've been here for five years. Yeah, and you haven't held a scalpel in in six. And all of a sudden, you're like, I, I, I couldn't do this anymore. Yeah, I would just go to the states. I don't know why you would come to to Canada if you're gonna oh, if you're gonna do that. I would just go to the states and just be like, you know what, and just be serious about it, and just like not like, don't well, go for to a Canada, life. Yeah, like, yeah, go. You come to you come to like you come to North America to become a doctor. You don't yeah. you don't go to you don't be, uh, be a doctor in India, then come here to be a cab driver. You come here and you be, you do what you can. If you can't do it, go back to India and be a doctor. Go, go back, man. Go be a doctor. Yeah, it's better to be a doctor in India than be a cab driver in Edmonton. Oh, what's the what's the, that's the similar line, right? I'd rather rule in hell than serve in heaven. Oh yeah, so, yeah. I guess I'd rather so. <laughs> rule in hell than serve in heaven. Yeah. I'll sit on a throne there and be the boss. It's yeah. hot, but I'll deal with it. Exactly. I own this place. Yeah, it's, I gotta uh, be subservient. Yeah, it's funny. I was. That, uh, that's what I. That, that's me anyway, though. Oh yeah, man. No, I, I think it's a lot of people. Mm-hmm. There was a there was a good article in like one was in something. Shit. Well, I don't know the post. Whatever mm-hmm. about how people. It might have been canoe actually talking about how people. Um, just generally ask the question to cab drivers, "Where are you from?" Mm-hmm. After they like how how tedious that must be yeah. to a guy who's been here for ten years. Yeah, but he doesn't look just like you. So you go into a cab, and the first thing out of your mouth is like, "You must be fresh off the boat. Where are you from?" Mm-hmm. And that guy's got to tell somebody else for the two hundredth time today, today, yeah. over the course of the last decade, that he's from wherever. Yeah, Iran. Oh, yeah. And then you got to go through the whole gamut of, of answers mm-hmm. of like, why did you come here? What are you doing here? Is your yeah. family terrorist? Did you know Bin Laden? It's like, oh, fuck. I know that that's why that usually what I, I want to talk to cab drivers. Uh, same time. I just want to say like, I always say like, hey, how's your day going? How's your day going? You know, what's what's going on? Blah, blah, blah. Right. Yeah, so yeah. that's a conversation you want to have. That's a normal conversation to have with someone. Yep. You don't want to say like, uh, like, where are you from? Oh, yeah. And one thing I don't do is like talk about talk about uh, Uber. Oh yeah, no, no, they get don't bring pissed. that up because then they're like, then that, that's gonna be like, like a they're like, oh, Uber's taking over everything. Then ah, then they take a left turn or to nowhere. Then you know you're over, you're driving over a cliff. Oh god, yeah. <laughs> then you're driving over a cliff. Yeah, I was uh, with a cabbie coming back to, um, I was parked by the train station here on the south side. I was coming back and we came behind an Uber driver and he looked at it and he got mad. It's like, look at this, these guys, assholes. Like yeah. he got into this whole spiel about how he hated Uber. Yeah. But he he was involved in all the talks about the licensing when it, when they first came in. And it was just funny to hear this guy just kind of like go off very technically about why Uber is terrible. Mm-hmm. And I'm not saying Uber is terrible. I've used Uber. Yeah, Uber's awesome. I'm just saying there's a lot of cab drivers. Mm-hmm. It's like WWE versus WCW. Mm-hmm. You like one, you hate the other. One's ruining your business, the other one's owned by Vince McMahon. Yeah, exactly. It's like whatever floats your boat, right? But that is, it's like there's these little things that happen that are unintentionally uh, either hitting a nerve with cabbies or hitting a nerve with people who aren't from here. Mm-hmm. And again, I think a lot of that comes together, uh, comes into that unintentional racism. It's like they, the the microaggressions bullshit. They use that, that little flavor, the yeah, flavor term. Yeah, but they'll be like, what? Like, if the person lashes out, their 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 mindset is like, well, what do you think my response was going to be? What do you mean? In the sense of like, uh, like if, if the the cabbie lashes out, yeah. Oh, I think a lot of times they don't. I think it's just they get frustrated from the question. Yeah, I can't imagine a lot of them are they're making trouble. Yeah, at the same time, or or they're like, you know what? I've been here. Uh, this is just another one of those days. Where, yeah, like, right. Guys are like, I'm gonna hear this over and over again. Yeah. But I think like again, I've always kind of said the problem with the world, um, getting over, uh, like that divide, mm-hmm. that that idea that well, you're not the same as me, so you can't possibly be Canadian. Mm-hmm. It's like I gotta find out where you're from. 
So I can gauge like, did you become a citizen? How Canadian are you? Like, are you? Because like a lot of these guys are Canadians. Yeah, they're either permanent residents or they've they've gone and gotten their citizenship. Yeah, they're, they're Canadian, and mm-hmm. they say I'm Canadian. You're like, no, but where are you from? Yeah, it's like, look, man, no, I'm Canadian. Yeah, but there's like good people out there who just don't believe in racism because they're not racist and their friends aren't racist. Mm-hmm. It's like the, the Don Cherry effect, right? Yeah, Don Cherry probably had a black doctor. Don Cherry would probably go to a Chinese dentist. He'll do all that stuff. Yeah, but at the same time, Don Cherry thinks white people built this country. Yeah, like I, like we we talked about we talked about Don Cherry, and I was like, you know what? I'm I'm glad they I'm kind of glad they threw him off the air. It's a tough one, man. Like I mean, I can understand I, I can understand when people say it was a tough one because he's he's kind of an institution. But yeah. like the thing is that there's there's no room for that. But there's also no room for growth. You know what I mean? Like just getting rid of him. Like he could have he could have left for a year and done an apology tour and made a Netflix special about how he learned. Yeah, but th- that's the thing that never happened. It right? never happened. Yeah, right? that never they happened. Just right, flat so, got rid of him. Yeah, but I think, but I think getting rid of him was was a good thing, though. Yeah, overall, like yeah. the it is like one of those things where like maybe this is how we roll over yeah. and get and get the change we need. Yeah, like we're we're now going into twenty twenty. Yeah, and all those guys are gone now. However, yeah. I do think they shouldn't have just they could have gotten him off the air. Mm-hmm. But I'm a big believer, and he needed to do like a like a public, not not so much an apology tour to be humbled or humiliated. But no, not to be humiliated. No. Yeah, they could have really like the growth of Don Cherry could be a great example for the growth of a country of people who think and are like Don Cherry. Yeah, that that's that would be that that would have been like the 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 ideal outcome, right? Exactly. Like you know, the communities could have reached out to him and be like, hey, this, this, and this, and, and they then did. like like it seemed like playing you know ball hockey with like you should play ball hockey with like a bunch of like East Indian kids and a crescent like whatever. Coaching right? a Punjabi hockey team. Yeah. Uh, you know, going to a Chinese uh, hockey organization. Yeah, and not Something. because yeah, not because like, he wanted to do it. like he went in there and, like say forced himself. They're like, no, we want Don Cherry as our coach. Yeah, we would like him. To, well, not, like an honorary like, yeah. weekend or, be, or yeah, something. It'd be great if he came to coach our team for Just like go and talk like, hockey for a couple of yeah. days, right? But again, then again, like getting uh, rid of him, I think is the right overall direction. Mm-hmm. But I think it also doesn't allow for any kind of growth. No, it, and that's sad. No, to I, me. I, I think I think it's uh, it's depending upon like there it. It doesn't offer growth, but at the same time, it stops the growth of something else. Yeah. No, yeah. I see exactly what you mean. Yeah. No, I, I, it's, I get, that's why I think it's a tough one. Because yeah. I agree with it you is, 100%. Yeah. I, I totally agree with you 100%. And at the same time, I I wish things could have been different. Yeah. Which is sad. Yeah, because like the guys like him, I, I know people like that, where they are just... And again, there are times when you meet a guy like Don Cherry, who the second I start talking... In a group of people who are like him, like if, if it's happened at work, right, where you'd be working with people who are like the elder statesmen of your organization, and then you're you're having a conversation, and you're always looked at as the guy like, well, how, what what do you possibly know? Yeah. Like you're not Canadian. <laughs> it's yeah. the cabbie thing, right? Yeah. Well, where are you from? Mm-hmm. It's like how do you know so much? You're pretty articulate. Yeah, you speak really well for a non-white. Yeah, but at the same time, that's the same guy who's got like a black doctor mm-hmm. and a Chinese dentist. Yeah, and a, and a Muslim accountant. Like you know, he he's not racist. But he's just old man ignorant. Yeah, but yeah, the thing is, like, but those guys do breed racism from other people who don't know that they're not racist. Yeah, like the the, the people that who are like, the thing is, like, I don't want any of this because, like, you know, that's a very like, that is a very like diluted uh, example of what's going on in the states, right? Yeah, I don't want any of that in Canada. Yeah, no, I'm the same way, yeah. which is why I find it so hard, like, so difficult because I agree with it. A hundred percent, but it bums me out that it couldn't be different. Yeah, I, you know you, the thing is like if, if Don Cherry had just like just behaved himself a little bit and yeah. not gone like just be like, why'd you say that? Or if, like, okay, fine, we, you understand why you got thrown off the air? Good. Like you know what? And then if he took a problem himself and other people, uh, if the community reached out to him, mm-hmm. any community could have been like, like Punjabi, could have been anybody, right? And reached out to him, and be like, hey, you know what? Uh, um, we want to like 
not help you like not in the sense of like clean up your image, but like yeah. you know what? Why don't you? Uh, we we welcome you to come. To Mending our fences, man. Yeah, yeah. Like we like we didn't we didn't take it personally, but at the same time, it's like he goes, "Why don't you come in?" Because we we love hockey. Yeah, and I don't believe he took them up on it. In fact, he doubled down. Yeah, like a lot of times. Oh yeah, I'll shut it again. It's like yeah, that's the problem, Don. Yeah, exactly. Stay off the air then. You're here about uh, Sputnik Monroe. No. Something that always sticks in my head whenever I think about like racism through the ages and people who aren't, but they're they're like you know like that weird kind of like the, even back then, like in Don Cherry's youth. There were great examples of people who weren't racist. And in fact, were like, you know what? I'll show them all. Mm-hmm. Sputnik Monroe was a wrestler in like the 50s, I think, like the, the mid to late 50s. And he was, he's a villain who would actively, like one day he's like just driving around. He's going to, a, to an arena and he's like super tired. So he picks up a black guy because he's like a hitchhiker. In the 50s, this yeah. white guy picks up a black guy and he's like, you drive, I'm going to rest because I'm really tired. I've been wrestling all week from like arena to arena to arena. And that time... Black guys had to sit in the balconies. They couldn't sit in the on the on the lower levels. Mm-hmm. So you'd have these huge crowds of black people all up top when the wrestling community is kind of dwindling, right? So Sputnik Monroe, when he gets out of the cab, this is like a huge group of people. The fans were in the front to to see him show up to the arena, like they do here still. Mm-hmm. And he gets out, and they're like, "There's a black guy with him." So he hugs him, just to kind of be like, "I'm gonna play this heel gimmick. I'm gonna run it to these guys because he's already kind of a bad guy." Yeah. So he became more of a heel by getting deep in the black community. Mm-hmm. He hugs and kisses this guy. In front of a crowd of people who are now like throwing tomato cans at him. So then he goes to the arena and he becomes this guy who every town he goes to, he's like, you know what? I'm just going to go to the black communities and hang out with them. Number yeah. one, they like me. Yeah. Number two, they're awesome. Mm-hmm. And number three, they don't have a wrestler. Like yeah. a guy like me to really like get them into the into the arenas as much as uh, as like somebody like Fritz. Yeah. Fritz Von Erich, right? Mm-hmm. Like they're, they're going to go to see him. The white community's got him and the black community's got me. Mm-hmm. So he starts dressing in like pimp gear, carrying a cane. <laughs> He's driving caddies. He's going from to these arenas, going to the neighborhoods, giving out tickets in the black community. And then he finds out that like his, the white uh, audience dwindles. Mm-hmm. So there's like the upper, upper levels are loaded. Mm-hmm. Lower levels have nobody in them. So he ends up, I think, making a deal. He starts wrestling with another black wrestler. The two of them get together and make a deal with like an arena owner, like the, the Madison Square Garden of the South. Mm-hmm. And he tells them that you've got to desegregate your audience. Black guys can sit wherever they want. And not only will they get to sit wherever they want and you'll be looked at as a hero, but at the same time, you're going to make a shit ton of money. Mm-hmm. You're going to make a shit ton of money because it'll be full. Who cares if white guys don't show up? And next thing you know, that guy's like, yeah, let's do it. So he does it. He loads the arena up. They all come to see Sputnik Monroe. All the other wrestlers don't give a shit because like very few of them are actually racist. Like mm-hmm. Fritz von Erich was like a Nazi, but he wasn't a racist. Yeah. So they're all wrestling. Huge black crowds. They set attendance records that didn't get broken until the 80s. Holy shit. I mean, it was incredible. So even then you had these guys who like, I always think that story. Like even then you had guys who were like, why are we all racist? Like, why are we racist? Like black and white. We're like, there's no need. There's no room for this. No, I think with any type of like hatred or like if you're miserable or whatever, like take a step back and be like, is this, like, is this making my life better by like, b- by holding on to this hatred or yeah. hanging on to this, uh, um, this headache or, um, it's gotta be tiring. It is like being an advocate for racism and hate must be so tiring. It is. And it's- when you're not an advocate of racism and hate, when you just let everybody like live and let live, you've got nothing to be mad about, man. No, nothing. You you just, it's, 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 it's a weight that's just left off. Yeah, that's mm-hmm. a, a great, again, it's, it's a it's a cliche, but it's a great way to say it. It's a weight that just goes away, man. Yeah. There's no there's no need for it. Yeah, like when you, you take a step back like, and then recal- you know, recalibrate after a couple of days and you'll be like, why the fuck did I waste so many of my, so much of my time like like just exactly. worrying about that stuff or caring about that stuff? 
It's like when I got the sugar out of my system. Oh, there you go. My joints feel so much better. Yeah, there you go. Your joints will feel so much better when you get yeah. that hate out of your system. Yeah. That's one thing. When I, yeah, same thing. When I started running, I'm like, why did I do this earlier? Yeah, why did I do this earlier? Yep. It's like uh, Hanson Dan, the barber thing. Mm-hmm. Why didn't I do this earlier? Yeah, Any, anyone I know who eats cleanly yeah. and uh, and they, they, they do it for like a long period of time, they're just like, I've never heard one, I've never heard one person who was like de- depressed. They're, all, they're, they're, they're just like, <laughs> uh, that's, yeah. they're, they're, they're just like, wow, I feel so much better. I can run faster. I can, I can work out for longer. I can lift heavier. I can do this. And I go to the gym. It's part of my life now. I I'm do like, like how you went from, uh, I, I expect you to be like, not one person's like, I'm tired all the time. Like not one person's depressed, but it's true. Yeah. Yeah. So it's, it's, it's incredible. Like it's, it's, it's a, it's a no brainer. It's a no brainer. <laughs> Like yeah. put like just put know, some effort into it. Get rid of the hate and eat clean whole foods. Yeah. Your life will be better. And then uh, read raw food. Read, I don't know who it's, that's from. It's seven dollars. Seven bucks at yeah. uh, chapters. Yeah, at chapters. Yeah, yeah. I always go online. Just just go for healthy eating. Pretty cool. I backside attack. I fix it. Um, I wasn't ending. Keep going. I was just gonna hit some. If you want, we can end if you want. I, I, no, 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 keep going. I was gonna hit some uh, some last stuff. Tiger yeah. Electronics. Bringing back the handheld LCD games. Nice. So we're going to get a few of those again. Remember when video games are constrained to LCD, quote unquote, pixels? Yep. That you couldn't move past their restrained gaming. That's yep. coming back. Excellent. Uh, so that's kind of fun. Um, let's see. Ryan Johnson and the Vanity Fair article. Mm-hmm. Uh, I was thinking about Ryan Johnson. And I thought about Rain Wilson. Dwight Schrute. Yep. And I thought about how much more I like Dwight Schrute than I like Rain Wilson. Oh yeah, I, 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 I'm, a, I'm a huge. Uh, uh, I, I like Dwight Wade much better. I like Dwight Schrute, but the actual human being who plays him, I haven't liked in anything outside of uh, outside of that character. Uh I mean, I know he's on the new Star Trek. He plays uh, Harry Mudd, but I see him and I just see overacts. No, no. You know, Super was good. James Gunn movie Super. Yeah, with him and Ellen Page. Yeah, that he's I haven't really seen. Got, uh, he's really oh, oh um, House of a Thousand Corpses. Oh yeah, that's right. Yeah. He ends up becoming the sculpture, right? Yeah, he's a fish boy. Oh, I, uh, that might be the first thing I ever saw him in. That's the first thing I ever saw him in. Was that before The Office? Yeah, I think it was before The Office. Huh? I watched that before I watched The Office. I'll, I know that. Definitely saw that before before The Office. Uh, I saw this the trailer for Hellblade again, and it is on Steam, mm-hmm. and it's also on Switch, and it looks incredible. Yeah, I mean it's a it's obviously a port. It's mm-hmm. obviously not as Operized as 1080p, I think it's like 720 or whatnot. Oh, whatever, who cares? But holy shit, it looks in place phenomenally well. Did you, did you try it? I didn't try it, but I was watching all the videos of people playing it, and mm-hmm. it's like it's one to one. There's no latency, there's no slowdown. Mm-hmm. Um, some scenes seem to get a little bit muddier because I think they're doing. I have a feeling they're doing some quick timey shit, mm-hmm. or um, they're doing some sort of like video stuff outside of like gameplay stuff. Mm-hmm. So I, some things look video ish, but it looks really good regardless. Yeah. The Witcher Three also looks really good. Mm-hmm. Uh, on Steam, Steam is just—it's a remarkable machine for like a mobile chip. Yeah, it's—it's it's quite true. good. Uh, let's oh, see what Hellblade. else we got over here. Yeah, Hellblade. Hellblade. Awesome. It looks really good. I'm—I'm I'm super jazzed to get into that. Yeah, that's one game where I—that's—I I told you I played it from beginning to end. I yeah. just was just uh, just got sucked right into it. I was like, this game is like—I've never played anything like it. It's got like binaural audio too, huh? Like when you put headphones on, it really fucks I, up. Yeah, I—I've your... heard that. Yeah. Uh, I played it just on Atmos, and mm-hmm. uh, yeah, it's just—it's uh, incredible. Well, it just, man, I, I don't think I've gotten sucked in by watching a person play a video game 
uh, in a long time like that. Mm-hmm. I think Uncharted 2 was the last time. Mm-hmm. Even Witcher 3, I didn't jump right into it. I played The Witcher 3 at first, and I was like, this thing is garbage. Yeah, I don't, yeah, I don't, I, like I, I don't jump, the only games I jump into are like my, the old school games, like, you know, like yeah. Nintendo, like NES or SNES, right? Yeah, yeah. I don't jump into like games and play, and play it from beginning to end, ever. When is the last time outside of that that you finished a video game? Like straight up, like straight up, went to be a, went to finish it and didn't do it by accident. Yeah, you see that? That's the last one I did. Uh-huh. Uh, shit. Uh, was it The Last of Us? No, it was. Uh, it was Halo Two. Oh, that's a long time ago. It was a long time ago. Yeah. That's a, but 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 it is in the parameters of the question though. Yeah. Because you've probably finished three, four, five, and six. Yeah. But you just never really intended, like you never got into the fun of just like, I gotta see how this ends. No, I yeah. gotta get to the end of this thing. Yeah, like five was like, took me like a year to finish. Um, that's pretty yes, awesome. But, uh, um, are games too big now? Games are just, they're movies and games in the same kind of thing, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, so. All games are the Irishman. Yeah, they're, um, they're like, like, uh, I don't know. I think the one, I think the, the guy, I think, the, the, I think the, the, the game maker who makes the, mo- the games that are like movies, I guess who's most guilty of it, for, <laughs> for lack of a better term, is uh, Hideo Kojima. Oh, 100%. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, like, all the Metal Gear games. Are just movies. They're just, they're just, they're just movies. Yeah. They're great. They're great. I enjoy them yeah. for what they are. Mm-hmm. But again, I never really they're feel su- like it's yeah, a game. Yeah, they're super well made. Yeah, really well made. Yeah, like, uh, but uh, they're probably the most polished games, but like... Uh, but yeah, you're just saying through me. It's like because he's he he's a big movie guy, so like oh, yeah. he, he makes his mo- games are like they're like they're they're game slash movies. The last one of his I remember feeling like I had any kind of real control over outside of the fun of playing them. Because I mean, like um, Guns of the Patriots was that the one the Octo Camel? They introduced the Octo Camel. I think so, yeah. yeah, yeah, Guns yeah. of the Patriots. Right? I really enjoyed that one as a game. Like it's kind of fun. But yeah. the last one around that era was the uh, the Vietnam one where you could shoot uh, the sniper. Oh that? yeah, you had to shoot him in the beginning of the game, yeah, and then you wouldn't fight him at the end of the game. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that one I really felt like the Vietnam one, where you kind of felt like you were in control of a video game, yeah, as a player controlling a world. Mm-hmm. But the rest of them, you just feel like you're in like a a rail. You're, yeah, you're, 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 just, you're just going along with the story. And mm-hmm. uh, 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 Guns of Patriots was was kind of like that. Yeah, because uh, it was very it was very linear, very, very linear. nailed down. Yeah, and, it was a platformer. Uh, yeah, so I. Uh, that's another one I finished from beginning to end. Like I just I had catch up. That took so long though. It was a good story though. Yeah, the story was was fantastic. And I, did, cool. I, and I never played one, two, or three. I didn't play any other uh, Metal Gears. Oh, get out! Yeah, I just really I, yeah because that, when that came out, that's when I got a PS3, and I was like, uh, okay, I'm gonna that, that that game was out, and I was like, hey, this game looks crazy. It still holds up. It's still good. Yeah, like the graphics are still good. the graphics are good. Um, it's uh, they like next gen or nothing. No, they're not. But like, they're really good. Yeah, they're really good. So, um, but yeah, I just don't um. Because uh, ga- some of the games I play, you can't finish, uh, like uh, like Forza Horizon for Forza, for it's, example. Yeah, right? there's you no can't finish those, it. right? Yeah, they, it's, yeah. it's just the experience. Yeah, it's the experience. Yeah, it's no Shadow of the Colossus. You're yeah, not there gonna, you go. Yeah, you're not going to get to the end and be like, ah, I feel so good. My horse is dead, but I feel really good. Yeah, like uh, spoiler what, alert. Yeah, if you, yeah. <laughs> if you haven't played Shadow of the Colossus, you're gonna cry. Yeah, it's uh, yeah that that game's oh fuck that, that game's a whole other story. Oh yeah, it, yeah. it is. You're gonna have some tears. Yeah. Uh, I think with the, but I think with Hellblade, it's like when you start playing it and you, you kind of like, you you like you feel for the character and you want you want to you want to see this like, how the story ends. Yeah, like, I got sucked there's, in. There's so much stuff in it, like some of these things that happen story. You're just like, mm-hmm. holy shit, this, and the storytelling and like the graphics and the the the, the gameplay, it's just 
it, it's a it's such a good combination. Everything goes well. It's so, incredible. I yeah. mean, I saw the beginning. I I only really saw like the first maybe 10, 12 minutes of it. But the entire thing seems like very emotionally like jarring. Yeah. I mean, the, the, it's very Conan. Like mm-hmm. she is very much a Conan character. Oh yeah, it's, it's, and she's a picked, so it is very Conan. Yeah, it's very hack and slash. Yeah, and but uh, but I mean, leave like the story itself. Yeah, and I the mean, story itself. Yeah, you're right. It's it's exactly it's, it's like Conan. Yeah. Yeah, it really kind of grabs you and mm-hmm. hangs on to you for a while, mm-hmm. and then you're like, yeah, the whole the way she's transporting what she's transporting, and then the boat, and then the voices, and how the voices are kind of telling you what the character is doing. Yeah. Yeah, it's it's a really it's something. Yeah, it's uh, I, I would I would. If you haven't played it and you're looking for a new game to play, that's the that one. That seems play. like the one. That's the one you play. It's fairly cheap on the old uh, the old Steam as well. Yep. Uh, Mass Effect. It looks like uh, they, they the little report came out about how many people actually played it as a Renegade. Mm-hmm. Or was it Renegade? It's like Parag- Paragon and Renegade. Ninety two percent of the people who played Mass Effect played as a hero. Didn't make any evil, gross choices at all. Mm. That is saying something. The people in video games kind of want to be good, right? Yep. I think the last time I played a game where I tried to be a bad guy was Infamous. I felt bad doing it. Yeah, that's I didn't like true. the powers. The powers seemed like they were like, oh, they weren't fun. Yeah, that's true. I think uh, with uh, um, with Bioware is that um, they're not making any new games. No, well, they got bought out, right? Well, no, they, well, they're, they're bought out, but Bioware itself is not making more. Like, Bioware still is owned by EA now, right? Yeah. But like, uh, but now they're like the, the Edmonton office is mm-hmm. not like uh, they're not making new games. Well, so they just polish shit. Yeah. Well, now what they're doing now is that they have to. They're gonna re- They're gonna fix Anthem from like. From the ground up, they're like they have to redo everything. Well, that was like last week they're talking about that, right? Yeah, like Anthem is being pretty much like rebuilt. like you said, it, yeah. the entire the structure, the engine, the gameplay, everything, everything is being rebuilt. Is yeah. being rebuilt. Yeah, and um, and Which also is rough. Yeah, and so and also what they're doing is uh, um, there's a there's a leaked in, leaked some leaked info saying that they're gonna uh, remaster all the Mass Effects. I don't like that. So I was like, oh, let it die, man. It was what it was. It's done. I don't need a remaster of any of those games. I, I would like to have Mass Effect 2 remastered. I love that game. Mass Effect 2 was massive, yeah. too, though. I, yeah. I was like, that, that was the first time that I went back. I played Mass Effect 3, and I went back and played 2, because uh, I had I had no connection to the world. Mm-hmm. And I remember that was, like, really, it was massive. Yeah, it Never was, got around to yeah, Mass Effect, anything in it. Mass Effect 2, I think, is, Mass Effect 2, I, I think, was the best one out of all of them. Yeah, yeah that's a lot of people say that, right? Because, mm-hmm. I mean, that, that is the one where relationships are solidified. And really, if you don't have a grasp of the story by two, yeah. or in two, you're not going to enjoy three at that emotional level. Yeah. Because I remember when um, when three, I was playing it, there were so many things that I was like, I don't know any of these people. I don't know any of these characters. I'm not connected to them. It was my Game of Thrones. Mm-hmm. I rushed through Game of Thrones. I didn't feel anything for anybody. Yeah. That was Mass Effect. Mm-hmm. And then when I went back and played two, I was like, ah, I kind of get it. I understand. But it was so big. I was like, I'm, I'm, I'm out. Yeah. I want to see what, uh, what Halo Infinite looks like now. Right. Halo looks... Uh, that looks incredible. I'm definitely gonna also something else I'll hop onto when I have more time and start play, start playing the Halo games. Yeah, I mean I, I've never played them. You never played them? No, we talked about it once or oh, all. Oh, that's right. I've uh, never played Halo, but they're all I think like one, two, three, four, um, and a lot of the side games are in a package for fairly cheap on Steam. I have I, I have the uh, yeah because I have if you I have the ma- the Master Chief collection. It's one, two, three, four. Yeah. I think I'll have to pull that up. Yep, I'll give that to you. Don't throw that in the uh, in your Xbox over here. And yeah, we'll make that happen. <laughs> yeah, works for me. Uh, yeah. Let's see. We're kind of hit all of our stuff here, buddy. Uh, liquor stores getting robbed, and mm-hmm. off-duty cops are stopping them. Uh, Value Village is getting robbed, and brown guys are getting yelled at for being security guards. <laughs> but I mean, it was it was uh, not unusual. That guy looked the America guy, mm-hmm. the guy in the the America shirt with the gold chain, yeah, yeah. yelling at the dude. 
he looked like the kind of guy who'd, who'd yell racial slurs. Uh, Liam Neeson says, uh, well, clickbaity. I was mad at Cinema Blend because it is one of the news sources I kind of go to. Yeah, in, in Cinema Blend's good, yeah. They're pretty good. Got super clickbaity because they're talking about how they like they, they want uh, less um, Tony Stark in the, the Spider-Man movies as the influence who dies. Mm-hmm. And they're like, what happened? You're, you're doing a disservice to Uncle Ben. To me, I feel like them not including Uncle Ben in the story is fine because I don't need to see him cry over Uncle Ben's dying. No, body. I, I don't want to see that anymore. And I don't need to see Bruce Wayne, you know, banging his baby hand on a corpse yeah. or a, or a, uh, a casket. Yeah, like I don't need those things anymore. Yeah. So I do like they're including Tony Stark as the the new thing that's really hitting Spider Man because mm-hmm. Spider Man's story is always about loss. Yeah, he loses Uncle Ben. No, but yeah, you can't, you can't retell that tragic story over and over again. Over and over again. We all know We all it. get it. And the thing is, like, if you don't know what we're talking about, then you're not a comic or movie fan. Yeah, exactly. So you, it doesn't matter to you, right? Mm-hmm. So I don't need to see that again. But their next thing was, they did a clickbaity kind of title about how Liam Neeson thinks superhero movies are dog shit. It's like, that's not what he said. What he said is he doesn't want to go to a gym like Hugh Jackman and, you know, do 5,000 push-ups a day yeah. and deadlifts to get into a superhero costume. So they're not his thing. Yeah. It's not that he thinks superhero movies yeah, are dog I, shit. I he just doesn't think he wants to put that, that, that much that is, into That's it. very unresponsible yeah, journalism. It's, it's irresponsible cinema blend. Get your yeah. shit together. Uh, and I think that's about it. Uh, we'll leave emotional support horses for when you take your flight. Yeah. Because there's a whole thing about emotional support animals. Okay, yeah. It's, it's, uh, uh, you take your flight, come back, and yeah. then we'll talk about we'll reset. Uh, traveling. Yeah. yeah. I think the next one, actually, we might have somebody come in uh, to talk about traveling. Okay. If, I, if it all works out the way I want it to work out, mm-hmm. starting next week, we're going to have more people coming in. Because now we are back on YouTube, mm-hmm. uh, and that's we're back on Apple. Yep. We're always on Google. We're always on Stitcher and iHeartRadio. SoundCloud. SoundCloud, CastBox, uh, Podcast.com. If you go to that website right there, BSFWPodcast.com, you will find all of our sources. Yep, that's true. That's your best bet. That is your best bet, actually, yeah. And if you're listening to this, we're in the, in the description below. Yeah. Tell your much. friends. Uh, the more people we get to watch, the the more goody, goodies, goodness we can put out in the world. Exactly. Comments, suggestions. Yeah, I mean, I'm, I'm not going to lie to you. I'm probably not going to read any of the comments. I'm going to leave it all up to you. I'll, I'll, I'll read those. Yeah, you read all the comments. Yeah. You'll be the comment um, editor. Yeah, I will be. Actually, no, I don't want you to edit anything. I just uh-huh. want you to be the comment guy who... I want you to be the, the, the guy who yeah, reads you mean the comments. people hate us? <laughs> <laughs> you mean people hate us? Delete all those. It's like, no, I don't want any of that. No, say what you want. Say what you want. People can say whatever they want. If That's you hate it. us, you hate us, man. Haters going to hate. Yeah. But lovers going to love. Yeah. At Backside Attack. At Vic Peace out.